What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funnies, the Karate Kid in Review. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Nick Scarpino. Hello, everyone. Hey, Mr. Miyagi, I don't know how anything works, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> we have the big dog, Kevin Coelho. <laughs> we have the nitro rifle, Andy Cortez. This is gonna be uh, this is gonna be five weeks. I'm gonna torture your ass, Andy. <laughs> get, get strapped in. It's gonna be a lot five, of weeks, Andy. Five, so many weeks. Too many weeks. And the man that broke a stick in the woods with a karate chop when he was nine. True story. Josh Makuga. Is that a true story? Is that a true story? <laughs> What's that? Is that a true that story? You know Did you bring a stick? Oh, guys, come on. I spent a lot of time in woods trying to chop sticks with my hands, and I was successful one time. I also tried to break, like, a, a cinder block, and I broke my – this knuckle is split in half. You can see it split. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Nick, oh, yeah. how does that make you feel? Yeah. I mean, I just – it's exactly like my childhood. You guys have no idea. When I was taking karate slash kempo at the United Studios of Self-Defense, in order to get, like, your yellow belt, you had to be able to kick through a small piece of balsa wood that I was super intimidated by. But, guys, after the second try, I got my foot through it. Nick, yeah. just so you know, I, I you, like- never, you never retightened your shirt after you showed Makuga the goods. No, Kevin, what happens is it just wants to do what it wants to do. So this is good. This is going to open up just nope, a little nope, bit. No, no, nope. close it. We at- can't show that. We so can't gonna, show we're that. We're going to stare at my Wrath of Khan chest right now. Oh my God! You, this you got is... all framing. You got all framing when you did that. It was the perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Karate yeah. Kid in review, where for the next foreseeable future, we are going to be ranking and reviewing every movie in the canon of the Karate Kid saga. Uh, that will include the Karate Kid, the Karate Kid Part Two, the Karate Kid Part Three, the next Karate Kid, and Cobra Kai season one, two, and three. Uh, I'm very excited about this. You could watch it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, or you could watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews. Real quick, Makuga, yes. I think you might need some headphones. Okay. Because we're getting, we're, is that possible? He's going to go for it. Oh, then for you know what? We'll just no, have no, to deal with I have a port the... for headphones. I have a port for headphones. Oh, yeah. I It'd be that. awesome if you could get one because we're hearing a little bit okay. of ourselves. That would be that would be fantastic. But we're, we're going to be doing this. It's going to be a really good time. We're also going to review Tenant for Nolan in Review when it comes out to digital services December 15th. Hey, Mr. Miyagi, you going to tell me that time runs backwards? <laughs> Tenant. This is going to be so much fun. Dude, like, that doesn't Makuga. sound like him at all. Man. <laughs> it's, it sounds like for whatever reason, every time I try to do it, I think I figured out, Andy, the key to me doing impressions. I have to do a different impression that I think is the right impression, but it's someone else. And then you have to like switch those. So if you want me to do a John Travolta, ask me to do Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Like, I got to walk down the street. It's a really good John Travolta. It it's sounds just bad. like him. I know. It's very very much a John Travolta kind of mixed with Will Ferrell <laughs> doing uh, the Cubs announcer of, Hi, I'm Harry Carey. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this- planet. My yeah. son. you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the show (laughs) ad free uh our sponsors today are me undies manscaped and blue chew but we'll get to that later before we get into the whole show and all this stuff gentlemen i we need to lay some ground rules and this is more important now than it has been in a very long time no future spoilers what that means is 
We are only talking about the movie we have seen and the movies we have seen prior in this show. Okay? okay. So, Makuga, okay. is that clear to you? So, today, no talking about stuff that happens in Karate Kid 2 or 3 or whatever. We're sticking to this movie. The good Does that make sense? for you on that one, Timothy, is uh-huh. that I haven't seen 2 or 3 in a very long time. So, good. I'm only going to be talking about one. Yes. Good. Good. Andy, Andy Cortez from Kind of Funny. What I, what I do want to point out right here is that when Tim mentions that... Josh does this, and then Nick does that as well. But in my mind, I'm wondering, is Nick even listening, or is he just doing this? <laughs> because really, that message he was, is yeah, for he was Nick just Scarpino talking more Nick, than anyone. Yeah. I mean, it's, when, it's one of those things like, will Elizabeth Shue come back and cry to Kid Part 2? Stop. Which is, yes. No Guys, future spoilers. I don't know that I've ever seen Part 3. Which is that included? I don't know. Hold on. I wasn't. Yeah, it is. Yes. It is. Yes. I just said it is. It is included. So now that no, that no future spoiler warning is out of the way. Quick question. I want to go. Go for it, Nick. Or I mean, Tim. Is you were you went one, two, three, the next Karate Kid, but you didn't mention the Jaden Smith. We're not doing that one. We are not doing that not because canon. that's that's a separate universe. Got right? it. And There's if I'm being no, honest, yeah. it's more just that we don't have enough weeks. <laughs> It's like the Sean Connery Avengers is what we're getting at. There. Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things where um, if we did the Jaden Smith one, it would like lap into 2021. It's like, we're done with Karate Kid by then, you know, like who, you sure. know, it's in the past. Well, we're doing Cobra Kai in early 2021 because oh, season three yeah, yeah, yeah. comes right. out January 8th. But it's just, yeah, we got to do Wonder Woman. There's a whole lot of stuff, guys. A whole lot of stuff. But I want to start off by going around the table and talking about your guys' history with these movies and the TV show, which ones you've seen, which ones you haven't seen. Nick, I will start with you. So, obviously, I grew up in the 80s, and in 1984, The Karate Kid was a huge, huge, huge movie. And it was one of the things, I'm not going to say it was the thing, but it was definitely one of the movies that inspired me to want to take karate. And I believe that was right around the time I was like, mom, I want to go take karate. And she used to drive me down to where uh, the karate shop next to the karate dojo, rather next the to karate the karate shop. <laughs> the karate shop. <laughs> because it was next to a Leslie pool supply shop. And I just, I'll never forget that. Like my dad used to take me there and he'd go muddle about the Leslie pool supply and just try to figure out stuff to fix the, the, the jacuzzi that no one ever wanted to go into. Um, but I remember I took that. And then obviously just very much look forward to karate kid part two. And then, a couple years back when Cobra Kai was released as a YouTube series, I was like, oh, God, they're going to beat this thing into the ground. And, well, we, we'll talk about that when we get to those. But, yeah, I love The Karate Kid. And watching it back again, I have some very strong thoughts about it. What about you, Mr. Makuga? Okay. I'm gonna, uh, I won't make this too long, but you guys should probably buckle up because this is a ride. Okay? So – does uh, this build up to the stick in the park story? <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> That's the climax. I mean, obviously. The stick. Okay. So, uh, real quick, um, I like that Nick has to explain that he grew up in the 80s. Yeah, we couldn't tell by your grandpa beard there in five. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Just because now you, you shave your head, you're all fucking slick as a seal, and you think you can pull one over on old, old Scarpino. You're <laughs> Old Scarpino's out there telling jokes on a boat. Meanwhile, he's just training for his life as the, the Gordon's fisherman. He's just out there with his hat okay, and his beard. You know what? Okay, get it all out. You're one of us, man. Get it all out. I try something new. Look at Andy. Andy's just so happy that someone else is making fun of me. He's just like, I'm you so know, happy it's not me. You know, the guy gets his face on the side of a professional football helmet, and all of a sudden, he's just a big effing deal. I mean, man. my goodness. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. I mean, look, I inspire people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, 
Karate Kid comes into the Makuga household pretty hot, right? And uh, my parents were very, I mean, they regretted the decision to let my brother and I watch it because I did crane kick my brother in the back. Of course. And he fell down the stairs. Uh, that was very early on. And then when wait, karate- wait, 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 hold on a second. <laughs> you you crane kick someone in the back. Yeah. And then he fell downstairs, which means he was standing in front of the stairs, not yeah, facing you. Yeah. Not facing you. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's nailing this. You're nailing this, Kevin. So Guys. none of this sounds like an accident, just <laughs> if I'm doing the math right. You tried to kill your brother. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is at the base of the stairs, there were some pillows. And I mean, he was fine. It wasn't like a big deal. And then... Uh, I got in trouble in school for karate chopping too many pencils. Like if somebody had the, pe- I was chopping pencils. that thing real hard. You were chopping too many um, pencils. Like, yeah. Like, one, one, one more question here. Uh, were you, were you asking permission to chop? Were they offering it, or were they putting it in the sharpener, going for it, and you saw the opportunity? Just <laughs> uh, Kevin, a, a huge combination of all three. Like if I saw an open pencil on somebody's desk. It was getting chopped. I mean, I must have broken 30 or 40 Ticonderoga number twos out there. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, then we had like these, those pedestals in a park by our house. And I was trying mm-hmm. to do the crane kick on the thing. And I fell and broke my tailbone, which still hurts to this day. I swear to God. That bone never heals I... right. Never heals never. right. You've given blood, sweat, and tears to this franchise. Yes. Yeah. Um, then obviously when three came out, I was a huge Terry Crease obviously. man, right? Obviously. Ob- obviously. I never really I, n- I was never really Wait. a Miyagi Dojo kind of a guy. I was definitely more like strike hard no mercy push your brother down the stairs, clearly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you were more of a Crease fan. Was, you were like Cobra Kai. Yes. That was in the slogan. Yeah, okay. yeah, strike hard no mercy kick your brother in the back when he's on top of the stairs. <laughs> kick your brother exactly. Yep. Tailbone. Andy yep. knows. Andy knows. Uh and so, you know, you know, then then the love for like Karate movies really took off from there. Best of the best, best of the best two, uh, blood sports. I mean, it really, it was all laid by the foundation of one Ralph Macchio, who for some reason. Only the strong. (laughs) Only the strong. Yes. Only the strong. Yeah. Mark Dukakis. uh, One of my favorite things that I know, Mark, uh, I I know Makuga will love this story is uh, we were (laughs) recording a video one time with James and Elise from Funhouse. And we brought up Only the Strong and how it was sort of our introduction to Capoeira. And I said, Nick, you familiar with this movie, Only the Strong? And he said, Andy, come on. If there was a new martial art, I knew about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was the guy. That was my sense of identity, remember, Andy? I was the guy in my friend group that knew the martial arts stuff. And I felt I felt a tremendous amount of pressure anytime there was a new martial art to like know more about it than everyone else. Real real question. Did Nick Scarpino own like have a subscription to karate magazines? Like karate. Oh, no, my mom wouldn't let me. I wanted to have a subscription to Black Belt magazine, but oh. my mom was like, that is a waste of money. And Man. because if you remember, guys, you guys probably don't remember this, but Josh will remember this. At the back of every black belt magazine or karate magazine or like kung fu weekly whatever it was was like the trades to buy all the illegal shit so you could buy like throwing stars butterfly knives like nunchucks any any sort of like stuff yep. that you were like oh my god this is like mystical weaponry of the ninja and it turns yep. out it was just like you could go to the swap meet and get half that shit like any swap meet you could go to but we didn't know when we were kids i was like i gotta get nunchucks mom and i was like you're a fucking idiot you're not gonna yeah. get nunchucks oh no my parents found yourself. all all my weaponry that I got at a flea market, ninja stars, a katana blade, a bow staff. We'll see. I mean, I, I had, bought it all. 
We had the kids next door. We had the, the kid next door to us were like my age and my brother's age respectively. There was two, there were two boys and we were two boys. And they their dad like sold jewelry at a swap meet. So that was like a, just a hobby he did. He was like a parole officer during the day, but then he would like make jewelry and sell it and stuff. He was a cool that guy. That really like, goes together. That's a it was very weird, but he was like he was like <laughs> I think he was he was half Native American, and so he would make like like jewelry from his tribe and like sell that and they would go to swap meets and stuff so he was like out there like just it was a hobby that he'd have fun with but the kids would go to the swap meets too and every weekend i would look forward to it because they'd come back with like they were the first ones that came back with the ninja shoes kevin do you yeah. remember these they're like the toast like was divided from I, the other ones i don't like, remember oh. it like it's not something that i've ever seen available to buy but i know of oh, them there are, they, were they turtles. I think of Ninja yeah. Turtles. Like they're yeah, yeah they, look, they look like that. They had those. They had. They come back with throwing stars. And like, when I say throwing stars, guys, I don't mean like decorative throwing star where if you throw it at something, it's going to bounce off. I mean a sharp fucking giant piece of metal with five sharp sides that if you throw really hard will stick through a tree. You could fucking kill someone with these things. And oh, we yeah. have thirteen-year-old boys running around throwing them at each other and trying to dodge them because we're trying to train how to be ninjas. I was yeah. just thinking of the South Park episode where they accidentally threw one into uh, <laughs> Butter's <laughs> eye. Oh, Butter's. Yeah, I mean, it was Butter's. literally it was like so if good. Caught, if you caught an eye, if that caught your eye, or like, it would blind you. From Andy, Andy, yeah. Andy, and then they try to take him to the vet, <laughs> but they need to disguise him <laughs> as a dog. <laughs> Good lord! All right, so Makuga, so yeah, you watched the first three, and then what? What about Cobra Kai? What about Next Karate Kid and Cobra Kai? Have you seen? Well, so them? Next Karate Kid comes along, and I had a thing for Hillary Swank for a while until she. Remember, got so we're, we're getting into the territory here. This is the no future spoiler thing. Okay, well, you asked no, no, no. him about it. It's fine. Well, just like has he seen it and all that stuff? No, I've feeling. seen it. You, you can't then... talk about Next Karate Kid without bringing up the Swank, dude. I'm sorry. We got to talk about the Swank. And he's specifically saying don't talk about it, like spoilers. Like I know, I just characters. wanted to say the word Swank, guys. I, Listen, I know we can, did. We're, we're gonna do on. like a full 25 minute uh, tribute video to Hillary Swank when we the do swank. the in review for the Next Karate Kid. Obviously, it's called, is, it, is the video gonna be called Get Swanky? Yeah, get swanky Wait, with it. Fuck, is um, it not Hillary Duff? No, fucking Christ, everybody. Oh, shit, I got to tell Andy, Paula some shit. Give me a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In fact, it was, I believe, Academy Award nominated Hillary Swank, not yes. Disney Channel's Hillary Duff. <laughs> and, but let's be honest. If they were to tell me that they were going to do a reboot totally with not. Hillary Duff, I would That's still important. watch it. I, I would watch it. it. I love I Hillary it. Duff. Wait, exactly. I've been saying this wrong for years. It turns out <laughs> I thought Hillary Duff was it. I legitimately thought like they had redone. Like, it doesn't matter. Let's keep going. Kevin. Yeah, seven. That sounds right. So, someone DJ Kento, who knows way too much about Hillary Duff, says she was seven at the time. Like, yeah, <laughs> she was a little kid. Kento's little over kids. there just doing math. Yeah. Um, okay, then Makuga, Cobra Kai. Well, then Cobra Kai comes out, and we, I like, you know, did the free month on YouTube just to watch Cobra Kai, and then Cobra Kai season two do another new account for the YouTube for free month for Cobra Kai two. But we had the creators in the Collider Live back in the day. We had Machio on the show. Uh, we had. You had William Zapka too, right? Or no? No, Billy Zapka wouldn't come in. Oh, uh, he bad. does not like the media. He's, he's he shies away from interviews. Exactly but Machio like was character. like Machio was the coolest. We talked to Machio for like five hours. It was amazing. That's awesome. So, yeah, big. Fan. So so for me, I have only seen bits and pieces of the first one, but like I've seen enough of it to like get it. You know, I've never mm-hmm. fully watched beginning to end. Uh, and then I have seen the next Karate Kid way too many times because it played on Disney Channel like ad nauseum. So it was just kind of to me that was the Karate Kid, and I was like mm-hmm. whatever. 
You know, this isn't something that I, I didn't grow up in the 80s. I didn't grow up wanting to do karate. Ninja Turtles kind of got me a little bit into that stuff, but that's different, you know. Yeah. And then all my friends start telling me, including Nick Scarpino, like, dude, Cobra Kai is dope. But when Nick said it, I didn't trust him. You, you know, you should, I, it, it was just more of like, a, OK, Nick likes this thing. I'm happy he likes it, but there's no way I could ever enjoy it. I, I It's very doubtful. But then my, it came to Netflix and my whole friend group on um, text thread was blowing up and everyone's like, yo, you got to fucking watch Cobra Kai. So I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. And I'm, we're going to watch all the Karate Kid movies leaning into it. And that was one of the best decisions I've made in my life because, <sighs> man, they're just some turning over the last couple of weeks. We watched yeah. all of the movies that we're going through here. And I am just blown away by how similar to Fast and Furious this franchise is, where mm -hmm. it just keeps building on itself. And there's a turning point where all of a sudden everything in the world is about karate in the same yeah. way that everything in the world is about driving cars fast. And you just got to appreciate that. Like so, if you don't know karate in, in Cobra Kai, if you don't know karate in that world, you can't function. Don't spoil you can't you fucking function. function, man. It's the entire world, Kev. It's not, Here's it's not the thing is that – you think, I mean, in my high school or, you know, like the hierarchy, you weren't cool if you did karate. I'll be honest. Like, there weren't any, like, cool kids who did karate in my no. school, right? No. But then, like, Karate Kid came out, and it was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So I was like, I'm going to take a karate lesson. I mean, we didn't even, like, punch or break anything the first class. I was like, this is BS. All yeah. I want to do is break people's faces and karate kick people. And all you're just doing is, like, hi, hi, hi. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. <clears throat> Andy so. Cortez. What about you? Man, this movie, along with a lot of the other 80, 80s movies we've reviewed on here, my main sort of exposure to them is through family guy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, like, I, I remember being, I, I have like these memories of being like a tiny child, and my brother was like five, six years old, and he was into Karate Kid. And I remember my dad would do the, like thing you know like he would do that little joke where he would clap his hands for audio listeners and you know so i just have all these tiny references these small pop culture references to this whole franchise i i've seen the hillary swank one again another one of these uh summer movies watching it on hbo at 2 p.m when you're at home because you're not in school anymore that's definitely one of these movies uh and i have not seen any of cobra kai so this is my first time watching it front to back. Um, uh, any of these movies front to back where I'm actually like, I understand what's happening because I know all the references, but I don't really. There was still some stuff in this movie that I wasn't really sure that was going to happen that when it happened, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Kevin Coelho. So I've definitely seen. I've seen a lot of the movies. I'm sure that I've seen all of them once, but it's been Many, many years. So, like, re-watching this, I had forgotten a lot about it. And then um, the show came out, and I was like, man, that's a really weird, like, idea for a show. It's a really weird premise. And then Nick was like, I love it. And I was like, I'm going to stay away from that, you know? <laughs> yeah, He's just got bad opinions. Um, but, like, I'm very excited to talk about this, and I'm very excited to watch these movies. And I'm also very excited to, talk, to, to watch no the show. So wait, Kevin, do you like? Did you like the movie? Uh, so yeah, grow, I mean, growing up, it was always like it's cool, but what? Okay, I'm sorry, Tim. I, I stepped on Tim's toes. Don't say good. if you liked it or not. Just, just real quick, getting through the rigmarole here. We are Got talking it. about the Karate Kid, released June twenty second, nineteen eighty four. Did you guys see it in theaters, Nick and, and Josh? I, I don't remember. Too. 
Yeah, I th- okay. I pr- okay. probably did, maybe, but uh, I don't remember seeing this one in theaters. See, the Karate Kid Part Three, I was like, what, seven, right? So we, the Karate Kid Three comes out, and my brother and I are like, well, we got to watch one and two before we can watch that. Naturally. And then when three came out, it was like I started punching trees in the woods. Like there was just, I was in a scene, man. It was a lot of karate that wasn't really sanctioned by nick scarpino's cool karate shop <laughs> the, the karate, karate shop, shop. Karate directed so directed by john adelson who was an american film director he's perhaps best known for directing rocky in 1976 yeah. which earned him the academy award for best director other films he directed include joe save the tiger the formula neighbors lean on me and rocky five and yeah. the first three karate kid films a uh, budget of $8 million, box office of $100 million, making it one of the highest grossing films of 1984, and a runtime of two hours and seven minutes. In terms of awards, this actually was nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, Pat Morita nominated for Best Supporting Role. Did he win, or was he just nominated? He was just nominated. Oh, the studio actually- wanted to drop the drunk Miyagi scene, feeling it slowed the pace down, but the director argued for it and felt that it was the scene that got Pat Morita nominated for an Oscar. It's, I mean, that's it's 100%. Scene. That scene yeah. is very beautiful, and, very, and he knocks it out of the fucking park in that. And, that, and, and that's and also what's up? really makes drinking look cool, uh, well, in my opinion. I mean, that's maybe that's what inspired me to quit karate and start drinking. Um What's amazing to me about this movie is I don't think it's been a while since I've seen the first Karate Kid. It's been on here and there, but you know, you put it on, you don't really pay attention. But watching it back with a more critical eye, I had no idea that 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 was that director, that John Advilson directed this. It's a much better and better made movie and better paced movie and a and a deeper story than I ever remember it being. Like I remember being like, oh, okay, this kid's getting picked on. He learns karate, you know, like he he learns how to stand up to his boys. But there's so many little moments in this. Where like Mr. Miyagi will say something, and I'm like, that is an incredibly profound thing to say. Specifically, when he's like, "Do you think I'm gonna win?" and he goes, "It doesn't matter." And he goes, "What do you mean it doesn't matter? If I don't win, they'll stop picking on me." He goes, "If you put up a good enough fight, they'll stop." Like I guarantee it. And I was like, I never caught that when I was a kid. I was like, oh my god, that's fucking profound. Like they'll respect you. And of course, they try to shoehorn it into the air. Was like, hey, good job, Larusso. You're okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah. fucking thanks. Well, they like <laughs> shot that. They shot that final scene, and then they were like, wait, 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 uh, guys, we forgot like half the dialogue. Just ADR it in there. Just oh, throw god. it in there I, later. What, what happened at the end? Like I really feel like it goes they from like a little bit. Here it is. They're about to go to like, okay, oh shit, and then just. Oh fuck! He won. All right, all right bye. All right, yeah. All right. It ends literally exactly like, exact what, what Rocky, he's in the, It's like the exact same ending as Rocky, if you remember. It totally. Yeah. Is. Yeah. He's but Rocky makes like, a lot more sense because, yeah. like, all you needed was Rocky to win. You know, this yeah, there was yeah. a little bit more resolution that we wanted. So what? What actually happened was uh, it was a budget thing, and them trying to like plan <laughs> out their. We'll run out of, of time to do it, but they were committed to actually having it be a real fight that they did, and they wanted to get it in one shot. So the the whole final fight scene, it's like they're, they're actually they went through the entire thing, and you see the footage from the angles of it all, like it, are using all the different cameras. Cool. And then, no future spoilers. We'll see some stuff where in the next movie it becomes clear, like why the things were cut from this movie and were used later, which is very interesting, and it's why the end is so abrupt and awkward. That makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we needed we needed like 
you know, the sort of suspense that they throw into reality shows, just silence, no sound, doo -doo, like heartbeats. Yes. So Daniel's on, doo -doo. like we need sort of that sort of suspense, but it was just like, don't worry over yeah. like oh shit and like, I, no, don't worry when we get to my plot synopsis i wrote plenty of that into the end okay of the i rewrote the ending of the scene yeah for I, honestly if that the last the the crane kick had they had like i'm shocked that they didn't replay it in like that fake slow-mo five slow-mo like five yeah. different angles like van damme uh, kick where he like, it's, up it's so weird five times it's so weird to like see that happen and then me sit there and be like huh i wish they had done that and I've never wished they had done that before in another yeah. movie. No, it's, it's, it's interesting because they, they do a good job with the pacing of like the first couple fights. Like that first fight he goes into you. I, I started, I was like, oh, I'm getting a little anxious. Like this reminds me of like tournaments that I, I've gone into where he's like near nervous and doesn't know what he's doing. He's rushed onto the mat. And you're like, what's going on? And he like gets hit the first time, gets run off the mat twice. And the guy's like, if you run off the mat again, I'm going to take a point away from you. And that whole scene is great. And then it just goes into the classic 80s montage. And then we just like, you know, like that, th those fights are paced well, but yeah, you want a little bit more out of the Johnny fight at the end, specifically because he's such a good asshole villain. Well, you yeah. know that that best around was supposed to be in Rocky, and Eye of the Tiger was supposed to be in Karate Kid. That makes more sense. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it really here, does. Here's one of the plot holes that I I found in what, the in no like the hole. the final season and the final okay. scene is. Cobra Kai has its logo on the board, like Johnny Lawrence, and, and Miyagi has a logo already there. They, like, signed up for the tournament last second. How'd they get his graphic package? Well, what's amazing, dude, if you, if, you look, if you look at that board, though, the production design of the – first off, the fact that it's all Valley Tournament is any is a thing this big is amazing. It's the dude, best. I'm telling you. It's, it's like Race Wars in but Fast Tim, and Furious. Like, I guarantee you, Nick, <laughs> yes. like 13 people showed up to your karate tournament, and seven of them were in your family. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> like I've been to multiple jujitsu tournaments that are like they're actually probably this size, but there's not nearly the product. There's no fucking lights. There's no like <laughs> signs. It is you're in a stinky high school gym <laughs> yep. or a stinky college gym, and everyone there is trying to murder each other while their girlfriends or wives or parents are just bored shitless in the stands. It's not. It's not and like it just, this. It smells like hot dogs and nacho cheese. It's you walk brutal. in. It's oh, yeah. It smells like. <laughs> Yeah, it smells it's like not, yeah, it's not. It's nine a.m. and you're like, all right, if I lose immediately, I'll be out of here by eleven thirty. Yeah, I can still. Andy, it's like if I lose right now, I can still like justify breakfast. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it won't be lunch. It'll be it'll be some flat text. The, the thing for me with this movie is it's kind of at odds with itself quality wise to me, where I think it is so good because of the characters and the dialogue and uh, some key scenes. The pacing's all over the place. It is way too long. Uh, and like that is just a criticism i have to lob at it but uh besides that there's just something about it that i just like i'm in the world they do a good job with characters and world building and well, it's, it's weird because what we're talking about earlier with the final scene being rushed like it's the every get hype moment in this kind of is like it's more hype in your heart than it is on the no, screen. No, I will say this. I Yes, I would agree. And up until this point, I would, if you said, Nick, what are the hype moments? And I'm like, oh, my God, the crane kick's the most hype moment. Unfortunately, it's the least hype moment. Yeah, but the cool. moment where he's sitting, where he's like, I, I'm so disappointed with myself. And, and, and Pat Morita's like, you did great. You don't have to fight anymore. And he goes, but they're not going to know that. Like, they're going to keep going. I have to go out there. And he's like, can you, can you fix me? Can you do the thing? And Mr. Miyagi goes, 
and the music fucking hits with that. Right. Oh. I'm like, oh my oh. god, that slaps. It's that, it's that total moment. If if you guys want to know, like another like hype moment, God, God, I don't think he was the director on this, but in Rocky two. There's a moment where Adrian goes to the hospital, goes into a coma, and Rocky's like, I don't know if I should fight anymore. And she comes out of the coma. She goes, Rocky, I need you to do something for me. And he goes, anything, Adrian. And she thinks she's going to say, don't fight. And she goes, win. Win. And it is still undirected, Rocky, hype. And it's the same moment. It's unbelievable. Andy Cortez, you've never seen this movie in, in full. What are your thoughts? Man, I was blown away. Like, I did. Were you really? fucking awesome yeah like i oh my god i'm I so glad i thought it. you were gonna tear it apart i was expecting hold on i need to cut you off i need to cut you off andy cortez I, i'm gonna give you a little setup here all right we yeah. are 28 minutes into this show <laughs> we haven't even started the plot we've yeah. had been telling stories we're just having a good time here before the show started andy came in and started talking, like setting up as if he was talking some shit. He's he like, oh, shit. man, I got some shit to say about this movie. And my heart dropped. I'm like, oh, man, I hate I don't want Andy to hate his life for the next five weeks or whatever. This sucks. And I've been holding off on trying to get to your opinion here. Some no. expectations. You subvert- expectations. Are you yeah. Ryan fucking Johnson? Wait, Andy you, Cortez, yeah. go off, Ryan go Johnson. Off. I'm Ryan Johnson, guys. Here's the thing you don't want. And yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> it the, smells like uh, shit. Dude, this this movie rules, man. Like, I I was not expecting this. I was expecting terrible '80s movie, and I think so much of it is due to the fact that um, that Ralph Macchio is, I'll say it right now, the best child actor that we've ever had. Like, it done in in review wise, I think his line delivery is so it's natural. Cool. To be fair, He's he so was cool. twenty two when he did this he movie. He was twenty two. <laughs> he was twenty two. Twenty two so years old. What the fuck? He's like. Here's the crazy yeah. part, Andy, is that Ralph Macchio. <laughs> to this day, in person, still looks 17. Yeah, he is 17 years old perpetually. I am yeah, blown away by that. I thought he was like 16, 15. Like, I, no, I, I think his line, I, I think his line delivery is phenomenal throughout the whole movie. It's so natural, it feels so real when he's talking to his mom, when he's talking to anybody. It feels like a lot of it is improv, it feels like it's just spur of the moment. You know, I I, I'm, just, I'm reacting, and it reminds it, me a lot of. Like and it's probably the New Jersey sort of Italian, you know, accent vibe to it. But it reminds me of it reminds me of of Goodfellas and how sort of natural and quick paced the back and forth there. If you close your eyes and watch this movie, you will swear that it is an animated Miyazaki movie because (laughs) the amount of ADR they have in this movie, the amount of like the amount of short scenes, the amount of short scenes where they have to fill in a bunch of back and forth of dialogue mm-hmm. because they decided to add 80 on later on as the characters are walking away like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? I don't know. Not much. OK, cool. I'll see you then. You know, like it reminds yeah. me of really After- quick back and forth animated stuff. This movie fucking rules, dude. I couldn't believe how much I love this movie. Uh Kev? Yeah, real quick. I was just say after he gets his car and he like picks up the girl and they make up and they're driving off and they're having a full blown conversation and like. If you look at them, they're not saying Man, shit. Not yeah, not it saying is, yeah. A lot of magic was done, yeah. Classic. Got to keep that car, Kev. No. That, that was given to Ralph Macchio. Yeah. What? Awesome. The That's yellow a car. car. That's Let me, my, my favorite thing about this up. movie. I think that the thing that makes it so special is the relationship that he has with his mom, with Mr. Miyagi. Like, it's just such a, like, beautiful. Like, you could tell him and his mom, like, that's the ideal parent child relationship like they were like having fun but also you know he respected her and took her serious and same with uh uh, mr miyagi that uh, it just 
it's so heartwarming, and I feel like that yeah. energy is is so like positive and carries throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's so it's really heartfelt yep. and it feels real. It feel like the relationship that that's formed, that bond. It it feels like it, it just feels so natural to me. It's so there's no other way to explain it other than him and Mr. Miyagi's relationship feels so real. And uh, and by the end of it, like shit, I'm crying in that Mr. Miyagi scene. You know, like I, yeah. I, I it all feels so genuine and I, I thought it was just damn good well, the scene where it is specifically when he gets in the car too and he's like oh my god i it's couldn't even it's it's awesome. yeah man karate's rad okay Josh Makuga, what's up let's let's like all things being equal okay mm-hmm. if you were a parent in 1984 and you watch this movie with your kid and afterwards the kid was like dad i want to learn karate you just got years of chores out of the way you got your house painted you got your car waxed yeah. like day in and day out. You got your floors sanded. Like, hey, you want to be a karate kid? You got to train like one. And now his house is like the cleanest, best house on the block. The car is perfect. Everything is done, right? Kid just it's, gets punched. In, he gets in his first fight and he immediately gets punched in the face. He's like, no, this isn't working. This isn't working. He's like, he's working. like trying to hose down the car, hose down the car. He's like, ah, oh, it didn't work. Hose I on, hose it. off. Um, before, before we get to the plot, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. The holidays can be a stressful time, especially with things looking a little different this year. That's why our friends over at Me Undies curated a list of the stuff your friends really want so you can soften the stress and win the holidays. Of course, right now, I'm still wearing a whole bunch of Me Undies. Got my lounge pants, the undies, the socks, and of course, the shirt. Micromodal fabric, it's the softest thing, and it's the only thing I want on my body. Uh, you can go to MeUndies.com slash morning to get 15% off your first order and get some free shipping. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Andy, are you wearing MeUndies right now? Yeah, dog. I'm a uh, uh, pizza. Getting some pizza slices. That's yeah. nice. I like the neon blue. You wouldn't think neon blue and pizza would go well together, but they do. Oh, Kevin no. Got the, some well, I mean, it's a great color contrast because it's the yellow. Kevin. The yellow and the red on the blue feels great. <laughs> MeUndies.com slash morning. Next up, I want to give a shout out to Manscaped. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice. Tis the season to perform. This is actually what you need to know. Your balls will thank you. If you keep them clean, everyone around you will be very, very happy. They will appreciate you and you will get so much praise. So many nice things said. Look, guys, 79 percent of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff why not use the best tools for the job here they got stuff below the belt they got stuff above the belt if you have hair in your body that you're trying to get rid of manscaped is here for you it's the season to manscape so get yourself your dad your brother and friends the best gift of all the manscaped performance package the performance package. what's up josh what's up josh mcuga as you're reading the ad you miss kevin actually checking his nose for nose hair yeah yeah well kev if you found any manscapes.com slash morning to get 20 percent off before i need a better solution than just my my uh my leatherman pliers you know Mm-hmm. Oh, and like oh this also, God. this yeah. also doesn't work well. You can't pluck. The ad. You can't pluck. You'll no, get ingrown don't. hairs. You've got to use the manscaped. I have it. I'm telling you, I use it like once, sometimes twice a week because I'm so cognizant of my nasal hair because my whole body is covered in hair. Manscaped <laughs> literally changed my life. I swear to God. There you go. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning. And finally, shout out to Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Now, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue. 
like the color blue. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Makes me laugh every time. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians. So you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You got a special deal going on right now. BlueChew.com. You get your first shipment free when you use the code FUNNY. You just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code FUNNY to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring us to help keep the show going. Use the promo code FUNNY at BlueChew.com. Andy, hit the plot song. It's time for the plot. Let's talk about Miyagi and Daniel-san. It's time for the Uh, plot. Let's uh, talk about Miyagi and Daniel-san. That was great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This is a karate dojo, voice not of an a angel. knitting class. You don't come into my dojo and drop a challenge and leave, old man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 1984, where the shorts are shorts and the karate is hot. It's the karate kid. There it is. That Daniel and his mother leave uh, the rest of the Italians behind, apparently, never to see another Italian again. Uh, and they set <laughs> off for sunny Reseda, California. And to this day, Gorgeous. I still have no idea, Josh, where Reseda is in Southern California. Reseda is like off the 101. <laughs> it's near uh, a, it's near a wet and wild water park. That's like next to Sam Dimas. I think. Oh, it's saying it's next to uh, Raging Waters. Yes. Yes. Oh, is that wow, the park they know. were at? Yes. They in go Bill later. And well, no, the they go to Golf, golf stuff. land is actually in Sherman Oaks, I think, because now no, it's, it's called... not. It's near Downey. Downey. Ooh. Yeah, because okay. my buddy right. Pete Marchica, growing up, grew up hey, there. He Pete actually, Marchica. He was like, well, that's, it. that's near Downey, the golf and stuff. And he actually got was in. He's one of the extras in the uh, All Valley tournament. He's like throwing punches in the background. No way. Yeah, it was funny. That's Apparently, sick. they did like an a call fed. It doesn't matter. Daniel's not happy about this move because uh, I would soon find out there are not nearly enough Italians in Southern California. This is Clearly. an unfortunate statistic that one Josh McCuga is doing his best part to change right now as we speak. Boom. Uh, they arrive at the South Sea Apartments where Mr. Miyagi works as a handyman slash karate instructor. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel throws a kick at the door and hits Freddie Fernandez, who I forgot was in this movie because he's only in two other scenes and then never shows up again. <laughs> Daniel's son gets beaten up by nine dudes on motorbikes, and Freddie's like, I'm out. Not only does Freddie go, I'm out, Freddie's like, what a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> and his friends are like, where'd you get this guy? And I'd be like, why didn't you help him? Why, you, <laughs> there's the six of you on? and three of them. I don't care how good I, they are karate. Like, bum rush him. I got a feeling that that Freddie Fernandez, is that his name? Yeah. yeah. I got a feeling that Freddie filmed a lot of scenes. It just, and it just got cut. when he watched the final <laughs> cut was like, where, what happened to my, like, I was the second lead in this movie. <laughs> it was supposed I was to be called, when I got the script, it was called Freddie and Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Freddie invites Daniel to a cool beach party the next day. Uh, Daniel's faucet is broken, so he goes down to Mr. Miyagi, uh, his bonsai farm, to ask him for help, but the old man is catching bonsai flies with chopsticks. Farm. So, so he walks in and sees this old man trying to catch fly with chopsticks. So Daniel, Daniel naturally calls the cops. Because let's be honest, if you saw that, you'd be like, this guy's out of his fucking gore. Yeah. Uh, Daniel goes to the beach party where, of course, he meets Allie, played by uh, the venerable Elizabeth Shue, who we all know for wearing that terrible wig in Back to the Future 2. No future spoilers. Uh, he also the her. boys, right? And the boys, yeah. Crazy. Oh, my God. The milk mommy. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't call it. Oh that. my Please don't god, call it that. we're, that's we're crazy. I, that. I do want to point out though that uh, Freddie Fernandez, 
like shout out to Daniel San <laughs> for being so just accepting because like hey, you know you know me I'm the guy that like if well, you're too first. pushy and like yeah come out come out tomorrow I'll be I'll be I'll pick you up tomorrow morning I'd be like well, all right chill the fuck out like I just got here I gotta like <laughs> do some stuff and I would like avoid him for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Getting to the course. point where it started out, you were friends, and then two months later, you don't even say hi to him in the building. Yeah, no, yeah. it's like, You're yeah, oh, I met him like the first day I moved here. I, I don't want to talk to him again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and let's uh, like all things being equal, why isn't Miyagi filling the pool with water? He's the handyman. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> a very good question. Like, they just glaze over that. Uh, down at the beach, Daniel woos Allie uh, by showing her his soccer skills and his incredibly short shorts. Uh, but she's He's rich and she wears, a, she wears one pieces. Guys, uh, for 30 minutes of this movie at the beginning, I figured it was a soccer movie. Like, there's so oh, much soccer. soccer. <laughs> Josh, this is not the only soccer scene. He goes out for the team and then he continues <laughs> to play soccer. I don't know how the team, the soccer team works in high school. Andy, you played soccer in high school. Do you just walk on and play whenever you want with the team? Is that how it no, works? First off, I didn't play soccer, but uh, <laughs> I mean, just assume that because he, he I just I, he's the athletic one in our group. So I, I will soccer. I will say that uh um you know I think we it's a common thing to say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, Karate Kid, soccer movie, soccer movie, soccer movie. Well, I, I think I, I think that the first time he's soccer kid. trying trying to join the soccer <laughs> team, and then later he's just playing soccer in a PE class. Yeah, but they look oddly uh, similar. Very yeah. similar. But you're 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 spot on, Kev. That's exactly what's happening. We're just goofing. Uh, uh, later Nick, that you evening, you left out uh, in the plot synopsis that Ralph Macchio, aka Danielson, just stares creepily at Elizabeth's shoe for a long so time long. without saying words. So long. And, and, and what, I, what I have to imagine is he was wondering, is like, is that a wig or no? I don't know. Is and it he, a wig? I don't know. Wigging that with Scarpino. I'm happy to report Ooh. no wigs in Karate Kid. No wigs in Karate Kid. But there are a lot of bandanas that don't seem to be doing anything. As we'll see when Johnny and all of his guys show up wearing bandanas and they don't do anything. His They're hair is still in hair. his eyes. It's yeah. not doing a damn thing. And when your hair is getting your eyes when you're riding a motorbike like that, very unsafe. Nick, uh, it looked cool unsafe. though. And like it did its job. You know what I mean? Right? It's true. It's really true. quick. I do want to go back to again the thing that Makugo pointed out: the fact that Daniel San is looking so much at her uh, in this beach, they're, and they're lo they're both locking eyes. It's going it's both ways, yeah. but it's funny because we start to see that connection being made at what I don't know, eleven thirty a.m. And yeah. the second time we see it, it's about eight forty p.m. <laughs> and you got to wonder how many times in between the same thing happened. Like this, <laughs> like nine hours of a soccer game. Andy, not only that. <laughs> There's no one else on the beach. There's it's nobody. Two, two parties of people 15 feet apart, and they haven't talked at all yeah. in 10 hours. And they changed. Someone went home and got them more clothes, and they brought <laughs> the clothes back. Because <laughs> they're all in different outfits. But I digress. Uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel starts putting the moves on um, on Allie, and it's a cute scene where his, buddy's, his buddy's like, I dare you to put the moves on her. And he's like, I got moves. Hey, Mr. Miyagi, I got moves. And he's like, yeah, show me, Daniel. And he kicks the soccer ball into the group. And he has to go over and get it. I, I, Dude, yeah. no joke. No joke when the when the Miyagi stuff happens. Oh, we're not there yet. You're just making a joke. No, no, right? no, we're not there yet. I'm just making a joke. Okay. Keep Daniel puts some moves I, on uh, Ali. And of course, then this is when Johnny and his boys show up. And Johnny, all let's guys, Tim, mm -hmm. if you never had sympathy for Johnny, this is the one scene where you should. Because yes. all Johnny wants to do, Tim, is just make it work. Guys, I'm a senior. I just gotta make it work this year. 
And you're like, what? What was in his past that he couldn't make work? Yeah, what was happening? We'll never know. Why we'll did they we'll break know. up in the first place? We never yeah. even got to that. Was it we just didn't. he was too aggressive with Cobra Kai? Why? Why did he and Ali break up? He's a handsome kid with a great toss mop. Yeah, I mean, we see we see him immediately be a horrible dick to her, and like oh, then yeah. be very yeah. aggressive and a little bit abusive, where he's just like, no, stop playing the music. I want to talk to you, and it's like, all right, well, this is we why also it didn't get work. That. We also get the line, Kevin, where uh, a homeboy, you know, sidekick douchebag on Cobra Kai is like, uh, didn't they break up? And the other guy's like, well, uh, she did. He didn't. Or so there's that yeah. like kind of funny little back and forth. Yeah. Did indicate that, you know, what's his name? Uh, Johnny, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence, obviously not over this relationship and he needs help. Well, Johnny, they, I think just has talk, a big though. ego also that just will not allow him to be over this relationship. Shout so, out to all of them showing up on these motorbikes wearing matching different colored jackets. Yeah. Like, holy cool, shit, right? these guys the, are fucking cool. Karate is the Tim, most important thing in Tim, the world. Tim, all I so want dope. you to know is I hope someday we get to the point where we're, we have matching jackets. They're all their own different colors. I would love motorbikes. I'm not allowed to drive, go in them. My wife says I can't. Um, and when, that's fine. When you I'm fine ever with listen that. to what Paula says. I, I, I made say. an agreement. I'm not like I don't jump off cliffs. She doesn't let me. You know what I mean? Okay, fair. There's, there's certain rules. Mark. Yeah, I get that. Um, um, no, that's it. Right I just, hey, I just. Oh, that. Nick, you you glazed over the scene where Freddie Fernandez uh, prepped Danielson to bring backup clothes because it gets cold at night in okay. California. He, yeah, he no, but that. maybe that made it onto the uh, the cut. Maybe <laughs> another that was, one of the another one of the deleted the scenes from <laughs> Freddie and Danielson. Yeah, uh, Freddie's yeah. Freddie's in the theaters. Like, where's the scene where I told him about the clothes? Freddie's like, that was a critical scene. No, it makes sense. Nobody's gonna know where he got the right. From. That started building a relationship. That's the so many callbacks are made to this scene. Oh god, <laughs> uh, Johnny is a complete and total dick to Allie, even going as far as breaking her um wa- or, uh, boombox. And he then of course Daniel radio. He does not hate that. I mean, he does not like it at all. You're absolutely right. Uh, of course, Daniel's son tr- Daniel tries to stick up for her, and then just gets his ass beat. He gets beat so hard that when Ali tries to console him, he's like, "No, just just leave me alone. It's fine. I'm gonna be okay." Mr. He Mi- does it just l- lying on the ground, like not just changing positions, or just lying where he fell. And he's just like, "Don't worry, <laughs> I'll I'll get up when I can." <laughs> I can relate to that shit, dude. I I, I felt with for Daniel there. That'd be me. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, See, the next day, what's up, Josh? Josh Makuga. He may have thought he was the karate kid, but he wasn't punching any people. Well, he did kick his brother down the stairs, but he, there was no actual fight. I've never been hit in the face in my life. One time I got punched in the ear by accident, but other than that, Josh McCuga has never actually been in a fight. So I feel like if I was going to this beach party and a bunch of street youths showed up on their cool motorbikes with their insanely expensive karate merch jackets that i would get my ass kicked too and just oh, yeah. chase in the sand i'm out well it's worth <laughs> noting that 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 daniel has made reference to the fact that he knows karate or has has had some level of like either reading karate in a book or taking at the y or whatever it is but that does not stop johnny from fucking roundhouse kicking him into the future he beats <laughs> his ass in this scene and and you do feel for him and of course the next day uh, all is uh, all is looking kind of dark for Danielson as he shows up with a giant black eye, but that doesn't matter, Tim, because what really matters is the song that's playing as he rolls in the oh school for the first time. Oh my god, cruel yes. fucking summer! Are you kidding me? Bananarama's best. It just it when it plays, it sets the tone, and you're just like, oh, this is this is the world we're in, and I just want to be in it. Yeah. 
Uh, Freddie and the guys make fun of Daniel calling him the Karate Kid, which is a line I never picked up on before. I don't know if you guys heard that, but he's like, oh, look at that. It's the Karate Kid. Tell the movie. All right. Guys, I sang Cruel, Cruel Summer at karaoke, and now my wife is pregnant. I I don't know if that's like. (laughs) I think it is. That's amazing. Um, And then, of course, this is the last time we see Freddie and the guys. They never show up again in the movie. (laughs) This is it. So say bye to them. Uh, but Ali comes over to thank Daniel for standing up for him, uh, which Johnny and the rest of the Cobra Kai's do not like. Unfortunately, nope. everyone's shorts are just too damn short to do anything about it. Uh, Daniel gets baited into another fight where he, to his credit, executes a very sloppy but effective double leg takedown, uh, exposing a glaring hole in karate from the 80s, which is the ground game. Uh, it gets broken up by one of the teachers, and they get it's fine now. That afternoon, of course, Miss Miyagi comes over to fix Daniel's mom's faucet. And if you're asking why I typed it that way, it's because I'm disgusting and I watched way too much pornography in the 80s. Uh, he tells Mr. Miyagi-Chi at this point. I will, re- I will pronounce his name correctly when Daniel learns how to pronounce it. Uh, that he fell, but Mr. Miyagi is like, yeah. Yeah, I'll buy. I don't buy that shit at all, man. I've been in a lot of fights. Uh, I we'll know. R- real quick though, uh, again, this is the the Miyagi scene. Um, the, I think this is maybe the second time that he says Miyagi, and I'm sitting in my bed right the fuck there and going like, "Oh my god, have I been saying it wrong my whole life?" You know? <laughs> like, I swear that happened to me. I, I I couldn't believe it. And then eventually Miyagi spoke, and then his subtitle said Miyagi, and I was like, "Oh, there's probably going to be a correction coming soon." But I was like. Wait, oh my god, have, did Miyagi? I just um huh? How often are you saying Miyagi? Like all the time. Me and Daniel. No, I just mean like I've known it as Miyagi my whole life. I've known like that guy's name. So when he says Miyagi, I'm like, oh my god, have I did I hear it wrong the first time? Kevin, um, when I go when I go over to Andy's house and I secretly want to like slip in, no, I have that's I the secret like word. I, I knock on the door and I go I and Andy goes, What's the password? And I go. Okay, but that's you saying it. That's you saying it, right? That's not yeah. him saying it. Can we, again, can we also point out why Why is he used such a – like, I don't really use soft Gs that often, right? Like, the G is usually a hard G. It's a Miyagi, right? But also, it doesn't – does it say Mr. Miyagi on his office? Like, how does he see it? How does he know his name? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. That's a great – I assume that was question. something I missed, honestly, Josh. I thought that that was just like – a quick lot like maybe he walked in he saw on the door miyagi i don't know right like there is no there is no prior notice to that that he says his name anywhere <laughs> that got deleted when freddie fernandez said, hey this is mr miyagi <laughs> <laughs> he, exactly another deleted freddie fernandez yeah. scene. freddie would have made this movie he, if freddie had been and made all the cuts everyone would have gotten an academy award <laughs> freddie and daniel saw the movie <laughs> the movie here's uh, the crazy part is that every audition from 1985 to 1986 that that actor went in he's like i was freddie fernandez in the karate kid quick story the, the original title was <laughs> Freddie and the Boys, but they, <laughs> they didn't like it. It's just Karate Fred. Yeah. Uh, the next day, friend. the Karate Kid and Friends. The next day at school, Daniel buys Allie lunch, which I thought was a really cute scene. Like it's a little tiny moment, but he goes, "We'll get, I'll get both of these." Uh, and then she tells him that she's been over Johnny for weeks. And Andy, this is another one of those moments that I was going to point out earlier when you talked about how he seemed a little bit of his style was improvisational. He has a great moment here where he's like, "Weeks? How many weeks? Like two weeks? Five weeks? Six weeks? Like, yeah. How many?" weeks like he like that's a question you would ask yourself like how long is this guy gonna kick my ass to like because i like his his ex-girlfriend i love um, it it's he's he's so good man he's fucking great in this movie it's it blew my mind but again now that i found out he's 22 this guy's been acting for about 10 years or something mm-hmm. like that guys if you walked guy, into so. an audition room in los angeles and they said like hey coming in right now ralph macchio 
He booked everything. You have to. His name's Ralph Macchio, for Christ's yeah. sake. Like, <laughs> it's one of the greatest names in the history of entertainment. Perfect. Yeah. It's a every it's every man's name, Ralph, followed by the most Italian last name ever, <laughs> which is Macchio. Yes. Uh, that afternoon, he goes to a karate dojo um, that on the outside of it has images of one person straight up murdering other people with axe kicks. <laughs> And if I were in that in like the local association of businesses, I'd be like, could you maybe make the image imagery on the side of the, the Cobra Kai dojo a little less ultra violent, please? Uh, but he goes in anyway, and we see our first glimpse of Crease, uh, John Crease, who has a standee of himself at the front door. And Tim, I refuse to do any further plot synopsis until you get one of me doing this in my gi and put uh-huh. it at the, uh, the the front of our new studio. I love Nick, it. You I'm take so the photo, down. I'll have it made for sure. Beautiful. <laughs> of course, we hear the uh, the mantra of Cobra Kai here: Strike Ferd. Sorry, excuse me, Strike Ferd. Strike, strike, strike first. Third. <laughs> strike third. <laughs> hey, welcome to the karate shop, Mister Miyagi. <laughs> we teach you today. Uh, strike first, strike hard. No mercy is what we hear, and we see that, of course, wow. play out as Daniel watches uh, two kids. And he put, he pits two of his students against each other, and they just be one. Dutch just beats the shit out of the other kid here. Just, yeah, uh, maybe it was. And Bobby. then he's Bobby like, finish him, kid. and he pulls and like, like fucking knife, <laughs> just stabs him. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be finished. No, I have midterms yeah. tomorrow. Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin, the, the kid is just killed, and they like throw the body into another pile of bunch of bodies, <laughs> and it's just like this place is ruthless, and you paid thirty eight ninety nine a month for him <laughs> how's karate cool. class going i don't have a kidney <laughs> they've killed, the they killed my friend is, bobby maybe that's where freddie went <laughs> he just killed him you see that picture of john crease like in the military i'm surprised they didn't have him holding like some vietnam soldier's head in the like, <laughs> i can't like immediately this is where the movie loses all realism is with you know mr teacher uh because he like this is what immediately where the move where i go to myself man none of this is realistic like no right. no adult would act this way and, wait a- andy at, have at you all. ever gone to like a karate school like have you ever actually uh, attended one of these things like i've attended like summer camp shit i haven't gone to a real but like we're like there's like i mean my my karate teacher great guy but closer to him than to Miyagi, you know what I mean? Growing my, up, yeah, my, my it was like he was a, was a little. Yeah, my yeah, Kempo instructor w- instructor was a, a a bouncer on his off time when he yeah. wasn't teaching. <laughs> I, like, I guess I guess maybe not necessarily this scene, but when Miyagi and uh, Daniel's on first enter, or is this the scene where they walk? No, in? That's no, nice. that's that's way later. Yeah. Anyway, when he's like threatening miyagi and the kid at your head and then your next like but have you ever had your instructor go up to another instructor i mean it's every time you know what i mean (laughs) because they gotta they gotta seem tough in front of their class you know yeah yeah i mean i figured it'd be a a parent being like yeah i'd like to talk to you about this like (laughs) this is kind of (laughs) crazy no no parents allowed it there's a reason why there's no parents picked up on eliminated all all the on the all Asian theme of this neighborhood. Apparently, there's only a Chinese restaurant next to a karate shop. So that's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Uh, karate of shop. That's one of my favorite things. Karate shop. Out of this. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. No, uh, of no, course, I when like Daniel, 
every Danielson's taking this whole thing in, and then of course he spots. And I love how this is shot, by the way. Like you know, of course, because you can like see him, but Daniel hasn't seen him yet. There's a moment where they all bow, and as they bow, the first head to come up who's teaching the class is none other than Johnny. And Johnny sees him for a second and just has that fucking look where mm, he's like, that "You smile, fucking he, dumbass. He's such you dumbass, a good evil guy." Yeah, great. I bet he's really nice in person, but man, he the is whole a 80s, sweetheart. The whole throughout the whole eighties, he so just makes played him a good that actor, character, you know? unfortunately, and we all fucking yeah. hated him. Every uh, time, poor John, poor Billy Zabka. Every time they threw in a movie, they're like, "All right, so here's the plot: the girl goes for a totally dorkier looking version of <laughs> like a guy, I guess, and you are like the frat guy slash bully slash hot dude that really like should get the girl, but you're not gonna get it. That's the movie, and he's like, "All right, I guess I'll do it again." If you, read trivia, <laughs> if, if you read trivia about, um, and I feel for him because if you read trivia about Back to School, he plays a very similar character to this. So he played the same character essentially in Better Off Dead, right? Where he played yeah. like the downhill skiing one with John Keeley, like, literally the same character. They're like, we just want you to be Johnny from the Karate Kid. And he was yeah. like, fine. But by the time he got to the third iteration of that, apparently he was like, I'm not playing a bully in this. I want to play the character who was like sort of like the asshole antagonist to the main character in Back to School. They're, they're like divers. And he's like, he's like, I'm a fucking diver. I'm not going to be a bully. We're, we're high divers. We're not guys that are going to like go beat the shit out of each other. And so he's like, yeah. I'm going to play this as a really insincere like, or inse- uh, insecure prick instead. And I actually think it's a lot better in that movie because he comes off hateable for a whole different reason. Much more dimension. Anyway, back to this. Uh, back to the plot. Uh, Daniel, of course, is like, oh, I can't train here. So he goes just directly across the street to where his mother works in a restaurant, <laughs> which is just perfect blocking. But of course, Wait, he's having that- this. Was that the mom's job? I thought that she was just getting dinner there or lunch. Yeah, yeah they were just having dinner. Okay. Oh, okay. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. I thought you. I thought you worked there. I thought I caught her like busting a dish. No, or come on, dude. She was getting a manager position, yeah. and he was supposed to be really excited. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I was excited for point. her. You know what I mean, I it's a good mom. But as they're having dinner or, or having lunch, rather, right across the way, we see the entire uh, uh, Cobra Kai gang just leave practice, see Daniel and be like, we're going to plot the most elaborate revenge scheme against this poor kid who has gotten his ass beat just straight up last week, yesterday at the beach. We're going to wait until midnight when he decides to ride home on his bike, Tim, and then we're going to track him down with our dirt bikes and throw his ass off a grassy knoll. And they do it. And, and they course, do it. And they do it. And if he dies, he dies. You know? He dies, he dies. <laughs> there's, there's apparently a ton of just like open construction, no man's land in Reseda that they just keep getting to somehow. It was the 80s. Yeah. It was the yeah. 80s, Josh. Everything in LA was underdeveloped. It was just orange groves as far as the eyes could see. Yeah, it's the uh, same. It's actually the same development that they jumped the bikes in ET. Not sure. If exactly. You know um it's just the same way every time they have to go through a tunnel it's the damn back to the future tunnel yes <laughs> in every movie uh of course as he when he comes home he is he's beaten up and he's just had enough he throws a temper tantrum and throws his bike into the uh dumpster and his mom is another good scene where she's like i don't if you don't talk to me i don't know how to help you and he goes you can't help me. The only thing that can help me is basically I need to learn how to fight because he's got the only thing that can help me is karate. Well, karate. He says, he says karate. He's like, I gotta take karate, man. I gotta take karate. And she's like, What about that dojo? He goes, No, 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 those are the guys that are learning to kill me. I can't go into that dojo. <laughs> What's great is she dojo. she also is like, No, dude, violence is not the answer. And he's just like, yeah, Well, with like, these kids, it's it's gonna have to be. He's like, Yeah, uh, I, 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 I love, love this moment. Parents, I love, like, I love, I love his visible frustration uh from Ralph Macchio of just like I, I, I fucking hate living here, mom. Things are great for you. I'm getting my ass beat every fucking hour yeah. of my life since we moved here. Like, I hate this. And I, I, I thought he just did such a great job of sort of emoting that. 
I mean, um, I'm here. This sweet Asian man isn't filling the pool. I got kids <laughs> on motorbikes. I'm riding a Schwinn. What the fuck? Freddie Fernandez won't stop five. calling me. Like, <laughs> Freddie Fernandez always over. <laughs> he keeps eating all the food in the kitchen. Uh, the, next, the next day, of course, Allie invites him to the arcade, uh, but he spots Johnny and runs for the hills. Uh, when he gets home, he finds his bike all fixed up, uh, and he, of course, assumes Mr. Miyagi did that. How he knows Mr. Miyagi did that, I have no idea. Uh, you already broke he, your rule. You, you, you're already calling him Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Uh, yeah. He goes down to thank Mr. Gotcha. Miyagi uh, for helping him. Uh, and learns a bunch of stuff about Mr. Miyagi's like upbringing in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, and then he's like, he starts teaching him how to turn, trim his bonsai tree. And this is it's just like a simple scene, uh, but it's it's so good. And then, of course, this is the one person who's shown Daniel any sort of like, you know, outside of his mother, any sort of like respect and like, you know, a little compassion. And then he gets kind of caught up in it. And his mom's like, where you been? And he's like, I'm, I'm trimming this tree. <laughs> and learn all this stuff. Uh, and uh and then he starts to and like literally he starts teaching him like lessons about like he was like if you focus on just the, the task at hand like everything else will go away and i'm like did we just start learning karate like just right now we didn't even know he's inceptioning it kevin into our brains uh of course daniel his mom comes and he's he and says you got to come home and they get he gives him the trees and stuff very endearing. uh and then Daniel, we get montage of Daniel like avoiding Ali all the way up until Halloween where there's a dance that night. And Mr. Miyagi asks him, he's like, are you going to go? And he goes, well, I, I would go, but I have to be invisible. And Mr. Miyagi being the fucking genius that he is, is like, I, you know, I got a good outfit for you. And man, if you ever want to be invisible Dude. at a party, Tim, why not dress like a shower where you stick out like a sword? What the actual Wait, how fuck cool was this was decision? It? How cool was it that he was in the background while they were talking the entire time? The, the I shower know. curtain. Oh, I didn't catch that. I, didn't, I never caught so that. So he, he's talking. He's like, well, I need a costume. It's right behind him, hanging on the wall. The shower, the shower, like, ring yeah. and the, yeah. the curtain. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. funny. And, of course, when he gets to the dance, and this is another endearing scene. And shout out to Elizabeth Shue for playing this, right? Because her friends are just, like, stereotypical asshole friends. What do looks know. over. She looks over and sees the shower. And she goes, there's Daniel. And her friend goes, where? And she goes, right there. And she goes, how do you know? He goes, I just, I just know. Like, there's that moment where she just realizes that only this guy that I have a crush on would dress as a fucking shower at a, at a high school Halloween <laughs> dance. A guy that's getting his ass beat by bullies every day shows up as a shower. Why not? Um, but also, but also, like they've known each other for a week or something like but that. But Andy, but remember it, in high school where like you'd know someone for you, like someone would go from being a complete stranger to the love of your life in like 15 hours. Like you can't, I can't even imagine my life without you. And then you break up the next yeah, week. That's how I, I feel that. I feel that. Fisher. But Nick, yeah. I I love where this is about to get. Where she goes and she gets in the shower. Yeah, and she it's gets like, in the shower. Can you imagine? Like, I, I don't think I've ever actually seen a chaperone at a high school dance or whatever. I, I was lucky enough to not have to experience that. But I, I imagine chaperones would be on this shower kid ASAP. Like he's hiding something. Oh. What's he hiding? He's well, because it shower. Let's be perfectly right. honest, Tim. If it was you, you'd pull some stupid shenanigans with this tower, this shower thing. Where like, I don't even, nasty. I don't even want to know what, what young. There young tim gettys would do with this but it would probably result in the mario kart video um they of course may of course make up and daniel has another good scene that's very endearing where, where he says hey you know what you were right like i should face things head on because she told him that earlier she's like you got you can't keep running away from johnny you got to face this and he's like yeah no i'm okay i mean i got a thing i gotta watch or whatever yeah and, then, like, and this is where they're this is another situation where they it seems like they've been dating for fucking years when she's like why don't you just come face this guy like hey lay off me you know <laughs> yeah. like, you can't, like, like come on i don't yeah. understand like 
I, I, I want to point out just like real quick. Okay. Yes, Nick, I get your point. Like we all fell in love with a girl right away in high school. I probably did like every two weeks. Right. But of course. she doesn't know him when we don't as the audience know him well enough to be like Mr. Funny in a shower. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But right? like he showed zero comedy skill at yeah. all. Yeah. That's well, so was, true. Was, I think he was charming and different. And I think that's when she sees that shower, she goes, I'm okay. That's got to be him, right? Because he's silly and charming and different. Like, that's what I got from that. But I get you. Like, how how would she know automatically? I just thought it was, I thought it was a good piece of writing. It'd be he like, loves, if, he loves I showers. Like, that's what it is. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think they spent hours together hanging out at the beach. We just didn't see it. Probably. <laughs> they cut yeah. that. And yeah. Freddie Fernandez. It was all Freddie. It was all Freddie. Yeah. It was all Freddie. Crazy part was where he Freddy... was like, "Freddie, you're my only friend. You're going to be the godfather of my child." <laughs> Freddie's like, "Wait, it's going to be all awesome. those scenes." Are, yeah, all those scenes are where Freddie's like, "Danny, you're the funniest guy I know, man." <laughs> and then, like, that's when we find out he's funny, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. The crazy course, part Daniels... was Freddie Fernandez shows up to the to the school dance as a hot tub, totally and. and <laughs> But he showed up. He, but he showed up five minutes late, and everyone's like, five minutes like done. Done. Already taken. He's a sink. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! Uh, of course, uh, Allie wishes. She's like, man, I wish Johnny would get a taste of his own medicine. So Daniel decides to ruin. Well, I would say what Kevin five to ten dollars of perfectly good pot by just I've spraying Johnny, Johnny down with a water hose. And I'm just gonna say it right now. Can you not I try it out? Hadn't, what's that? Can you not dry the uh, weed out? You might afterwards. be able to. I don't know. It's probably not as good. But though. there's like a rage that some of the chemicals know. and stuff. No, I, I get it though. Over. Like nobody likes being showered. Like I kind of, I kind of wanted his makeup you know? to run a bit. No, well, that's grease way, makeup. That I, won't I, run. I want to give a shout out here, of course, to the other iconic costumes. Uh, in in this, of course, so many different looks. The the headband, of course, is as iconic. Uh, you know, the crane kick, of course, is iconic. And then to me, the skeleton costumes of the Cobra Kai was the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. First off, Tim, the fact that they coordinated this. I was just mm -hmm. going to say, did Chris I have tried like, you guys have to dress the same for Halloween? You guys, <laughs> I have tried to coordinate Kind of Funny's Halloween costume. I know, Kevin. It's many, hard. many a time. And to, so Nick's, to Nick's credit, he is the only one that has actually done it. You wanted to do a sexy cat. So I showed up as a sexy cat. Yeah, you're right. Me. And like, I'm sorry. Metaphorically. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Metaphorically, you did. You screwed me over on that one. But no, I, I just I'll give a shout out to that because because if you guys if you're new to the series, those costumes were the coolest, and people have been selling emulating those throughout the years as as homages. Um, but anyway, and they looked awesome. Like the fact that the thing pulled over and they painted the the skulls, dope. Anyway, yeah. do also want to point out here that it's it's very possible that after the week of Halloween, Johnny and the Cobra Kai's may have let it go. Like they may have bullied him for maybe one more week and then fizzled out and gone on to something else as Johnny inevitably. Oh, but it's the that's fact why that Gia was a fucking skeleton. There's the reveal, Andy. I knew it. I knew it was gonna happen with you when you didn't get it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you see that's... those wheels turning, Tim? Do you see yeah, those wheels turning? Wild. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, the Cobra Kai's chase Daniel down, and he almost I don't know what his plan was here. I think he was gonna run indoors and lock his door and they were gonna kick his door down, but man, they catch him right before he gets to his uh condo complex. Or apartment Dude, complex, when they pull they him off the damn gate, like, beat man, I don't know ass. if you've ever been pulled off a gate like that. That's a scary, scary situation to be in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be <laughs> uh, and he gets his ass beat until Mr. Miyagi flies in from the fucking sky and decimates the entire crew of Cobra Kai's. It's not even, so it's, they don't even, it's not even a fair it's fight. It's not he close. No, no. 
Uh, and, and, and at one point you start thinking to yourself, is this a 45 year old man beating the shit out of teenagers? 45, yeah. 45. You're being very generous. He's like at <laughs> least 60, right? Is this, okay, is this a 60 year old man beating a 17 year old kid's ass? Yo, it's pretty ridiculous. And I, I yeah. love it. I love it, it so much. Matter. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Daniel, uh, you know, gets uh, this is, of course, where they introduce the uh, the headband where he's like he looked, using it yeah. to to wipe off his wounds. And he he's like, I didn't know you knew karate, Mr. Magic. You got to You got to teach me karate so I can get revenge. But Miyagi tells him that karate is for defense only. He's like, it's not for defense. And he's like, he says, uh, he's like, well, I got to go this, but I wanted to take over this place. But they got a bad uh, they, these kids are all bad students. And then Miyagi, again, dropping that knowledge, goes, there's no such thing as a bad student, only bad teachers. And then Daniel finally stops saying his name like the like he was fucking born in Sicily. They decide this is where he goes. My, it's Miyagi, Miyagi. And he's like, I'm sorry. Apologize about that. You give me a plan. I fucked. Parmigiano it. Miyagi. <laughs> it's exactly. funny that he didn't. He didn't say. Oh. And then the next day, um, again, this is a, a lot <laughs> Sorry, of. Sorry, there was just okay, the, the, suddenly there's a crazy yeah. echo on my headphones. Oh, I was gonna say it's funny that like, after like three months of knowing him, he's he's not like why wouldn't you have told me earlier? I haven't said this wrong for three months. It yeah. is embarrassing. You know, I, I feel like now is as good a time as as ever to bring up a conversation that I screenshotted because I, I want to bring this up. Oh, uh, Makuka knew that he was going to do this show uh, for the last like Thank month God. or so, right? And he has texted us his hype levels countless times. Like he's just been roaring and ready to go. But my favorite back and forth I've had is him just randomly sending me a text. Hey, just a quick question. For Thursday, do you want me to do any karate demonstrations? <laughs> Yeah. And I said, yes, please. And he goes, okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't want Nick thinking he's the only guy who knows karate just because he goes to a jujitsu class once a week to wash the clothes for the sensei. Okay. <laughs> and I go, fuck There's yes. Wrong in and, that. Uh, and God, yeah. sorry. I was, and we'll Nick make a goes segment twice out of a week it. to wash the clothes. <laughs> I just, we'll make I, a segment out of it. Can I, point, can I point something out real quick before mm-hmm. we go into this, what I'm assuming is going to be a genius segment by one Josh Buga? We have... All three of us have been on a hype level text thread for four weeks now since since Josh agreed to do this. And you left me off this one, didn't you, Josh? You just texted him directly. <laughs> well, you know, Nick, uh, I may have. Uh, that's that's on me mostly because I figured, you know, I didn't want I know you're sensitive right now. You, you got your little blue belt on. It's like a whole thing. You don't you want to be Which, the Nick, karate we're proud guy. Of you. But, we're proud of you for the blue belt, by the way. Yeah, very proud. Very proud. Thank you. And, you know, I, I didn't want to be because, listen, if you went to it, it's not about teacher, right? It's not about student. It's about Makuga level of karate knowledge. And mostly yeah. it's just punching and kicking as hard as you can Whoa. all of the time. Okay. Right? right. So it's not it's not about defense. It's about offense. Right. It's about coming in hard with fists of fury and legs of thunder. OK. Yeah. And really legs just kicking ass. Thank you, Andy. You get Fair. it. So he, I said, we'll make a segment out of it. And he responds, Josh on, Josh off. <laughs> Maku crane kick. Yeah. Mr. Makiyagi. <laughs> okay, bad. that was a stretch. That was bad. That was just Makobra bad. Kai. That's Makobra bad. Kai. And now we're talking. So this has been Makobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, the, so what they decide to do here, which I think is an unbelievably like mature thing, specifically for an 80s movie about karate, is he goes, I'm not going to teach you karate. We're going to just go to the school tomorrow and talk to the head instructor and ask him to tell his students to like stop bullying you. Bold move. 
And as soon as he just well, kicked the off, shit out of yeah, he tells, <laughs> tells Daniel to go do it himself. And Daniel's like, if I walk in there, they'll beat my ass. You have to go with me. And then Miyagi's like, I don't want it. This is the one moment where Miyagi kind of fails me. He's like, I don't want any part of this. And then he's like, well, you're expecting me to do this. And you have you don't have my back. Like, you're, you're full of shit. And he goes, you know what? You're right. I got to I got to do the right thing here, too. I Even if it's hard, I will stand by you. We're going to go to the school tomorrow and we're going to sort this out. And I got when I was a kid, I was like, this is way too adult, way too much confrontation. I'd rather these guys duke it out. Like this is more this is more anxiety producing than any of the actual physicality of these situations. Um, they walk into the school and, of course, uh, we see Crease. Uh, I, this is where I think they have the, the little bit of a fight where he shows the two students beating the shit out of each other. Um, and we, of course, see the poster, Andy, for the who knows how many this has been in a row, all Valley Karate Championship. I like to think, uh, Kevin, that it's the 18th. I like to think they've got a long lineage of this. this is I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But there's no dates or times on this at all. It's just a poster that says the All Valley Karate <laughs> Championship. No, I thought there's no. Like it, it, there is, yeah, it has a date, December 18th. Maybe it does. Maybe something it does. like that. When you know, yeah, you know. Like yeah, when you know, it's, you know. You got guys. Do. It's the All Valley. Everybody's calendar is it's pegged mm-hmm. as the whole year is leading up to it, starting January one. Everybody circles the All Valley on their calendar. It is the it's, biggest thing in Reseda. It's, it's clearly so the biggest thing in the Valley. Nick, and um, yeah, how much? Uh, we're jumping forward a little bit with my question here, but like, how much do you think that set for the tournament like would cost to make and and have? Like, if right we now? wanted it, yeah. If well, we so wanted here's the thing: to have the someone set, you spend all those extras. The no, set no, no, don't worry about the extras. Hard. It's mostly just bleachers and some really cool mats, but they have an unbelievably, if you guys didn't notice it, ornate bracket behind them with a shutter door that closes as the brackets go on. Because at first I was like, oh, wow, they like, they had, they only have like four matches because at the end it just shows like the semifinals and the final. And I was like, oh, but you can see behind it the other brackets of matches that they did. That's one. Number two. Do you know how big a fucking ladder you have to have to get that high to put me, like their names on those brackets as they go? It's a whole thing, Kevin. We need PAs for this. We got to get it's. It's like the championship banners that hang in Staples Center and shit. Yeah. Like it's yeah. wild the amount of like. Come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> guys no. Also, too is and I know I mentioned that Miyagi's logo makes it on there. Daniel Larusso isn't even signed up for it, and yet they rushed to Kinko's, printed out his name. He got printed. on a giant sign printed. on the board. Printed. Dude, Pat Morita himself designed the bonsai logo that is totally. on Daniel's key. Dope oh, that's logo. sick. That's cool as ice. Uh, of course, this is this scene is great because it just proves that John Kreese is, in fact, an asshole. He is a bad teacher, and he just straight up drops the challenge because because Miyagi's like he's he's like you got to let stop bullying this kid, and he's like you want to do this now, you want to do this now, and he says, and I quote, "This is a karate dojo, not a knitting class. You don't come into my dojo and drop a challenge and leave, old man." And I'd be like, oh, a little fucking dramatic, big cat. Let's take a step back here. Uh, and then, they, of Guys, course, they strike a deal. We, we're just kind of glazing over the fact that John Kreese has been trusted by not one or two sets of parents, like a lot Hundreds, of parents. Dozens. To go to, a, to go to a karate shop where men are literally getting murdered day in and day out Excellent. by a man who is a sociopathic army murderer. Like there's, there's like a lot of just glazing over. Oh yeah, I left. I saw you're. I did leave out next to the standee of himself that he had clearly had printed. Like he had that made yes, for himself. Yeah. He was a shot of him a in Vietnam with like a fucking M60. Yes. Just like 
which is beautiful, beautiful. I mean, at this point, you figured he had a necklace of ears of men that he murdered. Some crazy shit has gone down with Grease. He's not, he's not, he needs some help. Uh, but of course, they strike up a deal. He says, listen, we'll fight. They'll fight one-to-one. And they have another great line here where he's like, he's like, what is, what's the matter? The kid can't take care of his own problems. And Mr. Maggie says a one-to-one problem, he can. One-to-five problem is too much for anyone. And and that's such a great line for me. Because up until this point, also, guys, you have to understand, every crowd in movie was like one dude beating the shit out of fucking everyone that came at him. And so this line, I was like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty profound. Like, he'll take him one-on-one. Yeah, he'll take him yeah. one-on-one, but in a tournament. So he ends up actually fighting three of them, but in the tournament. So the guy's like, cool. And then, of course, they ask one more thing. He was like, D- leave him alone so he can train for the tournament. And Crease uh, reluctantly agrees. And this Nick. is where we start it all. Yes, Makuga. As somebody who took clearly took and takes karate i mean unless you just bought that because you and your wife do weird role play things it's not um, weird okay. we don't okay so, <laughs> this is all me. in fact in fact josh like this doesn't help it this, uh, this is this is anti-sex what i'm wearing holy shit it's so good okay so like you have to train a while to get a black belt like that's the first thing i learned in karate was like you there's a lot of time before you get to be able to like chop shit up right miyagi's like nah he's a black belt throws him in with the sociopath boys yeah and he's like ah you'll get it and here he's like chop 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 finals well, Miyagi makes a, a, a point of being like, hey, if you study karate, like you don't need belts. We'll just study it and we'll we'll train and we'll then that's all that matters. But there is something a little bit um, unbelievable about him, A, not knowing the belt structure of karate and B, stealing someone else's black belt, which is like that is like such a fucking dick thing to do. It's, if you did that in jujitsu, someone would probably kill you. I mean, that, would be, that would be bad. That okay. would be bad. And but yes, Josh, you're right. It does take a long time to get belts laying around karate tournaments. Well, there like, would what? be if you had your no, he stole it he from stole a dude that was dudes. probably gonna compete yeah. or was another ref or was gonna do probably gonna do um because karate tournaments they don't show this, but they used to do exhibitions as well. So people would do like katas and like they would do faux fights and like weapon range like this. So maybe that guy was gonna do that. I don't know, but man, that guy that guy had got to the end of the day and was like, Where the fuck did my black belt go? My sensei yeah. is gonna kill me. Well, when, um, I, when I was doing Kempo, the, there was a um, the maybe like my second year, almost when I stopped, there was a, a period. There was a my my uh, teacher was like, "Hey, there's a program where we'll send you over to Japan for the entire summer, and cool. all you do is study Kempo, and cool. once it's done, like at the time, I think it was like a, a blue belt. He was like, "You come back a black belt." So it, it like. There are like accelerated programs. Yeah, not and like jiu-jitsu. this is a one-on-one thing. No, yeah, not jujitsu. <laughs> this is a total. It takes total, about ten years to get a black belt, no matter what. It's a total non sequitur. But we were talking about the other day how you know Greg is aging like a fine wine, right? He, like he's getting the grays, but he still he's looks like beautiful. a beautiful he young looks boy. Great. Yeah. And then Nick Nick said, "You don't like you're not like me. Like I look fucking like aged and old at this point." But Nick, I'll tell you what, it's an improvement to when you would walk into the office with seven bruises on your face. And you would be all beat up because of jujitsu. So I think, like, there was a period that has helped. That's helped your process. That you know, like, it's, if there's one tiny small positive thing that quarantine has done, it's allowed you to not go get elbowed in the fucking cheek. <laughs> do you, know? you remember? Do you remember when we all like met behind Nick's back and we're like, should we talk to him about like, is he getting beaten up? <laughs> 
<laughs> we were like, it's no, fine. Guys. He's an adult. He can handle it. He can handle it. <laughs> but we were concerned, Nick. We were concerned. I, I appreciate that, guys. That's, that's why I love you. Um, they agree to leave Daniel alone so he can train, and they head to Mr. Miyagi's dope-ass house uh, that it's not where it is. Yeah, wait a second. Not- Time out. Yeah. Why is he? It feels like he was he living lives at the apartment at complex, the building, but he's got this sick uh, Japanese sweet garden place. Correct. What the hell's going on here? That is correct. I don't know, but uh, he orders Daniel hey, to wash his cars. We, I mean, we we find later that like what happened with his life, and it's like he's had an income and nothing to spend it on for years. What do you do? Yeah, you That's you true. you buy, buy a cars. lot and you build an awesome place on it. You know what That's I mean? That's true. And, and then you get a young boy named too Daniel much, that comes too, stand too far, too far. I don't like this part. Hey, it has to be called out. It has to be called out. We don't need to dwell on it, but like, it's fucking weird. I'm not saying it's impossible. Weird shit happens all the time. Bonds between people exist. But this is an old man hanging out with a young child. And this Guys, young child just wants to hang out with him. And it's all just hunky-dory. There are two major franchises from the 80s where a young high school boy's best friend is an old man. Yeah. Back to the Future and Karate Kid. Okay, this this makes more sense though because we see why these Thank two you. have yeah. a relationship the, together. Back to the Future starts with like no Michael explanation, Fox just being at the Doc's house, and you're like, "What is the relationship?" I'm gonna be late and, for school, <laughs> and it's oh, no, like, Doc, you know, back in time. There's no like reason for it. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, Doc works at your apartment complex. Right. You know, <laughs> Doc can teach you the one thing that can make you happy and right? or not get your ass yeah. beat every day. No, Doc just has a cool stereo system and maybe a lot of candy. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think it, I think it makes sense. It's it's Daniel who doesn't really have a not, well, he's not a father a, figure. He doesn't yeah. have a fatherly figure, but it's also the guy that he witnessed beat a bunch Mark. of kids' asses and said, were, "I but, want what you have." But they were already and, friendly. And also at we've that point. known that. But also, we've known that he's wanted this. We've known yeah. that he's wanted to learn karate, and he's talked about training in the past. So obviously, you see somebody who can destroy a bunch of fucking five-year-olds in like a matter of ten seconds. It was incredible what Miyagi did on these kids. I, I think it makes total sense. But like this again, this whole sort of setup to leading up to the now you know karate stuff. Well, uh, I'm not learning karate. I'm just doing chores. I'm just your slave around here. And then yeah. to see it all happen. Like it is, I had the most goosebumps on my body. I had chills when, when he's finally like, when the self-realization again, with me looking at Tim's photo of Gia in the skeleton outfit, that's Daniel with the karate. And to Mm -hmm. realize like, oh, oh, I'm blocking you now. Like, oh dude, it is like anime as fuck. And it's so good. Talk about a hype moment. That's great. Paula figured it out right away because of uh, the office. She was like, this is Michael Scorn. Like when he plays hockey. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> uh, we'll skip ahead there, though, because Andy, yeah, Guys, that's what it all builds up to. He's doing all these chores and then they build up to that point. He's actually been learning karate the entire time. Also, um, but wait, real quick. Why? Like, we never get any info on, like, where Daniel's dad actually is. Totally glazed no. over. Like, he's just a deadbeat Italian dad from Jersey out there. Like, oh, my wife's going to take my kid across country. I don't care too much about it. Like, yeah, he's probably just—he's probably just been out of the family for a long time. Or I dead. gotta assume. I gotta—he could he be dead. Died. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like know. To think he died in a mob hit, something cool like that. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't like a lot of negative energy that way. It just kind of felt yeah. like his he's not relationship. Even mentioned. Well, yeah, it's the thing where it's like maybe he wasn't around ever. You know, like that happens. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm fine with it. I'm—I'm I'm fine because if they would have made mention to it at all, 
then I would have been thinking about it the whole time. But the fact that it was established that it's just mom and Daniel, that it's totally fine. Yeah. I, I had no no issue with that. Okay. Uh, we get another scene in and amongst this training montage uh, where Daniel and Allie go out to date to golf and stuff. Uh, we get the fun thing with the mom's car, which is like, let it go or whatever it is, but pop the clutch. Um, and then, of so course, we meet Allie's parents. We meet Allie's parents who are just – Man, there's they need therapy. There is something going on with Allie's parents. They do not like each other. Um, I feel like this relationship is completely uh, toxic, really? and they got to figure something out. Because when he kicks the brick off, and he goes, "I thought you were going to fix that." She goes, "I was. I did." I, I was like, "Oh my god!" Are you, is, I'm like, "Can we help this poor woman out of this relationship?" We what all need to learn karate. Go help. Yeah. Guess so. Clearly, She's clearly a cop. very oppressive man. And also, Rosita and Encino are like sixty minutes apart. Like yeah. those kids would not go to school. They're li no. it's literally 25 <laughs> miles away. Yeah, <laughs> so far. Uh, let's see. We get that great scene where they where he learns how to fight for the first time. great. Um, Miyagi, we do in this, uh, fixes his shoulder with the slap. You know, he's like, oh, my shoulder really hurts. I can't do it. He's like, he fixes the slap, and then and all that stuff happens. Anyway. Um, uh, it's called Reiki, I think. I don't know. Uh, the next day after he's realized, hey, I have been learning – karate the whole time they go to the beach and that's where miyagi shows him the crane kick the crane technique for the first time and then uh daniel's son asks him about that he's like is it what what is that he goes it's the crane technique and he goes is it powerful or is, is it good does it work and he says if done right no can defense and daniel's like Fuck yeah fucking this, teach me that immediately because that's the only thing i need to know right jesus that i mean it's that, that, that is that the moment, only one yeah. may the force be with you yeah, like let's right. go it's cool it's a lot of, like there if we're talking great beach training montage scenes it goes karate kid then rocky three with apollo yeah. and oh my like, god what a beautiful you know, scene like, you know glistening so leg muscles everything yeah but let's be uh, honest when you heard about the crane technique you thought to yourself well if you can't defend it what i mean let's it should be a legal move yeah, yeah. Let's, let's jump yeah. to that yeah let's do let's immediately learn that like could you imagine there's an alternate world where it's freddie and the kid where he just learns the crane technique and freddie's like do it again do the technique and <laughs> everyone throughout the bracket because no one can <laughs> kick. it's it's like over the top this is this move in arm wrestling is illegal but stallone's like, like i'm gonna do it wait uh, is it a, the putting all the weight down like that that's illegal if you can't curl your arm over something you can't that's illegal yeah is I it? wouldn't know. I don't really know too Have much. you looked into the rules? I'm just saying, like, Over it the Top is, is a great yeah. movie, guys. It's Over it the Top, an amazing movie, but yes, also, that's very illegal. Huh. The, yeah. crane technique, the, very, the crane technique very much like a wrestler's finisher, where if anybody else does the leg drop, it doesn't matter, but if Hulk Hogan does it, it, like, is a big kind of move. If totally. anybody else does sweet chin music, like... Shawn Michaels does it, it's just a normal kick, but when Shawn Michaels does it, it's the finisher. The crane technique... I mean, it's a kick. Like, we've seen this. <laughs> it's a kick. You know what I mean? I don't mm -hmm. know. Whatever. Um, we have a weird scene in here um, that where when they come back to the car, despite the fact that they're in a beach on L.A., there's some weird backwood, like, rednecks waiting for him at his car. And they start shooting off some horribly derogatory terms toward him. And then uh, y'all come in California being Asian. Fucking uses a blade hand just to cut their bottles <laughs> in half. Yeah. At which point I'd be like, Sick. we fucked up. This guy's gonna murder. That's us. exactly what yeah. happened. They they immediately yeah. were like, our bad. Like, we're we're, we're sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I, he's wait. like, how did you do that? He's like, I don't know. First time I've ever done it. I, <laughs> I feel like that's such a good line. So yeah. much. Or you're like, is it the first time I've heard how to teach me that too? I'll fucking lop someone head off. All I need is the crane technique and the bottle technique. We're fucking winning. <laughs> that will be we'll be yeah. golden. Uh, later that night at the country club, uh, Johnny has. Uh, Let's. Uh, he goes to me up. What's up? Someone said something. 
Yeah, uh, yeah no, all I was going to oh. say is uh, to kind of piggyback off what Andy was saying is that if you see Danielson in the crane position, there's only really one thing he's going to do. He's not going to like drop down, split punch you. No. Like, yeah. he, He's got he's got one place to go. He's on yeah. one leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah like not. you can what's Dan, like and Billy Zabka could have just waited for him to like fall over. <laughs> he I mean, did have a, a bum, they they, a they did say if well. done right, yeah. no can defense. Right. There's a lot of ways to do it wrong. So we're just okay, lucky we got that one right. But Daniel, way. remember also that Daniel at this point had had his knee utterly torn apart by yeah. everyone. Dutch fucked it up. Johnny fucked it up too. So putting any weight on that would have been really bad. And if you follow anything with UFC, that is that is a brutal strategy that but, a lot of people follow. Just kick the shit out of someone's front lead leg. You can't put any weight on it. You're fucked. Yeah, but he out. he was on. So that was his left leg that was injured. He was on his right, right leg, and the kick is the right leg also, right? It is the right leg, but at some point he had to land on his left leg to. Uh, I guess he the kick. I lands think he first land and back. Land on left leg. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, later that night, of course, he heads to the country club to meet up with Allie, but Johnny pulls a fast one on her and kisses her, and then she slaps the shit out of him. But <sighs> Daniel doesn't see that, so he gets very, very hurt by it, and then spills somebody spills an entire tray of pasta all over his white trousers. Guys, I'm like, don't wear that white is trousers. An extreme amount of pasta sauce. That was like a forty-gallon <laughs> bucket of spaghetti sauce that he got on. Well, they were gonna and fill also- out the big giant. Also, just like extreme reactions from every old man in this room, like laughing at this, like any normal human being would have been like, "Oh shit! Oh, kid fell." Oh, no, I would have laughed my ass. But this guy, <laughs> like this whole... fucking kid. Yeah, but it's you, Kevin. But these are like sixty-five-year-old men that are like, <laughs> like he, he's most... poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the little Italian from Jersey here, New York. He's Italian and he's covered in pasta. <laughs> it's so dumb, dude. It's so dumb. You give him some vino. Karate, man. I also feel like there's something really, really fucked up with her parents, where oh yeah, she, they're fucked up. She slaps him, and then wa- storms out. And like clearly, her mom is the first thing she says is like, "Oh my god!" Like, what? instead of being like, "What the fuck did you just do to cause my daughter to do that?" You yeah, know, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. They're all on Johnny Lawrence's side because yeah. he's got blonde hair and his parents have money. Like, what yeah. the fuck? It's messed up. <laughs> there's, I, I imagine there's like a, there's got to be. If we had like infinite funds, I would love to recreate the scene where Daniel just goes fucking crazy and starts beating the shit out of all the old people in that party. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just, just murking all these old kicking fuckers. the fuck out of everyone. Chopping <laughs> the glass off. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, Andy, I'm, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in the Criterion Collection, there is a Freddy Fernandez beating up the country club scene. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no one fucks with my friend. No. Um, yeah. When he comes home that night, he finds Miss Miyagi dr- uh, drinking to the memory of his wife and son, both of whom died uh, due to complications during childbirth. And this is an incredibly touching scene that when I was a kid, I did not see coming and played just beautifully here by pat uh marita he just yeah. does a great job here Dude, the um, story also is heartbreaking they died at an internment camp while he was fighting nazis For the united states yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the sad. country that put them in the internment camp that's <laughs> fucked very, up very man so some, some fun facts that i got for you there is he reveals that he served in the army in the 442nd regimental combat team the unit composed mostly of japanese americans many of whom had been in internment camps fought in europe during world war ii it became the most highly decorated unit in the history of united states military damn that's, that's cool as ice he's cool as fuck dude when, was, like uh, anytime some nazi bottles <laughs> anytime anyone's like let's kill nazis it's like all right you just you just want some points but like fucking mm-hmm. Mr. Me, I'll give you like I kill lots of Nazis while he's wasted drunk. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this guy fucking is awesome. 
And then I love that he's peer pressuring Daniel into drinking at like age 17. He's like, listen, kid, you better start drinking. Uh, We get another quick training scene of Daniel on the beach and this amazing score, by the way, we got to give a shout out to the actual theme of the Karate Kid, which is just so beautifully done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, he's also training that he's trying to do the crane technique, but he keeps like he's stumbling. He can't get it right. And then uh, Miyagi finally teaches him how to punch. And it's a great scene, too, where he's like he's getting cocky. Miyagi just like leg trips him and just like tells him to shut up and like get focused. Beautiful trip that was. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, before, uh, before we go to the tournament, Mr. Mackey gives him a gi that his wife made for him a long time ago. Again, another touching scene. Uh, and it's, this, it's if this weren't enough, of course, it's Daniel's birthday, uh, Mr. Mackey also gives him an amazing vintage car. The Hell, the, yes. the wife didn't make the gi. She made the patch. The patch. Because you the see patch. the patch in his box earlier when he's yeah. like looking at like the, the and, and award. Daniel says, if you ever want that back, you know, you can just yeah. ask for it. Mackey's like, I appreciate that. Um and then we get a great scene where he picks out the the convertible and they're sitting in there and Daniel's very scared about the tournament and he and he, he's like you think I'm going to win and Miyagi gives him one more final lesson where he's like listen man karate just like life is about balance because they talk about Ali too here where he sees a picture of her he's like I didn't know you had a girlfriend and he was like well I don't really know and he goes listen man you got to have balance in your life it can't be all fighting so like you know go get balance stop being a dumbass and basically go apologize to this person and go get her back mm-hmm. um and then Daniel looks at him and he says you're my best friend that I've ever had and he's like, you're pretty okay, too. Oh, That's God, a really good yeah. fucking scene. That seems Let's great. go. That seems, that seems so good, Thanks, yeah. Uh, and then as he drives out, they're yelling, he's like, Banzai! He's like, Banzai! He's like, Banzai! It's fucking great. Uh, of course, Daniel tracks Allie down at golf and stuff, how he knows she's there. Beyond me, no idea, yeah, Kevin. I like to believe. It's Tuesday. Go, yeah, it is Tuesday. Be? That's where you're I at. Mean, you know what I mean, it's either that or he's secretly cultivated a network of spies to keep tabs on all of his definitely, friends. Definitely not that And one. enemies. Uh, <laughs> Daniel is kind of a jerk to Ali at first. Again, his ego still bruised. He doesn't know. He doesn't until, know. He's still hurt. Yeah, until Ali's friend is like, dude, you didn't stay for the, the fireworks, man. She knocked Johnny the fuck out. Um, and then Daniel's like, God damn it. I'm an idiot. I should have, I should have listened to her. And he goes and he apologizes. Um, and she tells him, she's like, listen, you got the tournament tomorrow. I'm going to be in your corner. And he goes, yeah, but you know, I might lose. I might lose first round. And she goes, cool. Then we'll leave early. Love it's it. Just, it's just a great scene. So good. Uh, you know what they, though is I kind of wish that we would have gotten like just a little more uh like pump up for the All Valley. Like, you know, totally. maybe maybe he <laughs> sees like the All Valley flyer like in Rocky Four and he like grabs it off the mirror and like you know crunches it, or he's got like, you know, we get like a stare down of him and Lawrence or there. Maybe there's like a Lawrence training montage, but ended right. with Daniel Son's training montage. Maybe Mr. Miyagi and he do a sparring session, or maybe Miyagi right. brings in like another student, or we get like a dummy, or we like there we we don't have that lead up to the All Valley to when we finally get there, and we realize that Mr. Miyagi has sent his graphics package in. Right. <laughs> he's gotten all the info in. It, yeah, it, it sort of just starts, Josh. You're so right. It, right? It, the, the tournament kind of just starts, and then. You know the the dude at the front desk is like, yeah, the logo has to be a four hundred by four hundred PNG. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah, like, will you, will you take a JPEG? No, we need the yeah. yeah. No, it's got to be, be a PNG, PNG yeah. so we can cut it out. It's got to be transparent. Like, ah, oh, yeah. But it, has, Josh, but, it, but, it, like, but it has the checkers in it. It has checkers. No, 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 no. It has checkers. It doesn't, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really I dig the idea of the the training montage, like Lawrence in the style of Rocky Four, where yes. it's like we're, they're shooting him up. He's in like a massive metal complex just working out 
I love that scene. Running like, on a giant so loop with a, punching a bag every time Just he goes by it. Yes. You're like, doesn't this 18-year-old go to school? What is he yeah. doing? <laughs> it's it's funny, though, because like for a movie called The Karate Kid, and this speaks to the how good this movie actually is, there's not – this tournament doesn't take up that much screen time. No. no like we, it's the third act, but it's only like 10 minutes. It's not that long, and which is fascinating. What the other scene that they again, Andy, and you're you know what I'm talking about is there is a scene where Freddie Fernandez gives John Kreese some back alley steroids to load up Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows the scene I'm talking he's like, about. I hate, he's like, I've been hated. Daniel, he, he fucking didn't come to my second beach party. Like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> he's the karate kid, and then he wins. And he's like, That's my boy. The, karate kid. <laughs> uh, the next day, Daniel starts the tournament off by stealing someone else's black belt, and we are off. Again, I love this scene where Daniel's like confounded. He doesn't know what the hell's going on the entire time, and he gets pushed into the mat, and he barely wins that first uh, match, and things aren't looking so good. And he looks over at Mr. Miyagi, and he's like, Mr. Miyagi, hey, Mr. Miyagi, I need a little boost. I need something extra. And Mr. Miyagi's like, I got you, Daniel's son. Goes over. What does he blast? Josh Makuga. What song comes over the loudspeaker as we head into the fucking best 80s montage ever? You trying to believe that you're in the best and the best a man can tell you. History repeats itself. Yeah, Giant, so... you'll succeed. You're the best. Right. Now, oh, see dude, what I, now, Andy, here's what you don't understand about the 80s, okay? Uh, okay a couple yeah, things yeah, that were me. scary. Obviously, lasers. Obviously, quicksand. Obviously, short, I had a huge fear of short shorts after this movie because I was like, I'm mm-hmm. never going to look as good as Ralph Macho in that. But what I respected about this movie, Tim, mm-hmm. is that it wasn't the national karate championship it wasn't even the state karate championship it was just a local karate championship so you didn't have to be the best there ever was all you had to be was the best around literally (laughs) if someone if someone was better than you outside as long as they weren't in the building as long as they're not around you're fine hey no one's gonna keep you down man i get it the the original point go ahead josh (laughs) the original lyric i believe was you're the best in town and they were like that's too big that's no, too big too big guys. <laughs> they're gonna be scared of that no one's gonna want to take karate out of that they're gonna be the best in their town uh i will say this you're uh, just the best around okay so daniel son obviously shows up in more traditional white gi with of course the amazing patch that uh mr miyagi had given him his wife made he shows up looks great but again as he's walking in the cobra guys run past him and they all hit him like just dick bullies, and you can't be mad at them, Tim, because their geese are so fucking holy cool. fucking so hell. You're just you They're want just them to somehow, win. I was like, I want Johnny to win. They're they somehow yeah. tucked like up, so dope. and Sleeveless. out a little bit. Yeah, so cool. They make they. So they might cool. as well have looked like Scorpion and Sub Zero in yep. Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like so cooler looking. I like the oh, idea God. that that uh, what what was the name of the the instructor Reese? Priest. Crease. I like the idea that like Crease, like put puts all the effort in like making these elaborate things, but has a lot of shame because he like he doesn't run a knitting school, you know, but he wants to. He wants yeah. to, and that's where a lot of that anger that's is great. coming from Kevin, because he has great. to he has to keep it down and hidden. Kevin, do you think there's a part where students are like, why does he keep making knitting references? <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps comparing everything to knitting. We don't understand why. By the way, there was like patches all over their legs and stuff that they all had. This is a yeah. this is a conspiracy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like he's it's sitting there clearly... at night putting them all together, being like, it's gonna look so beautiful, but I can't tell anyone how much <laughs> I love it. making this. Got to keep pushing the there whole is... no mercy angle. <laughs> 
wildly enough, there is a Freddie Fernandez knitting scene. Again, got cut. Got <laughs> cut, man. Uh, moving along in the tournament. This actually moves very, very fast. Daniel's next match is against Dutch, uh, who he gets in. Dutch gets really pissed when he loses, but he gets him into the semifinals. Uh, Johnny, of course, wins his match despite a stunning aerial display by his opponent. Uh, next up, we have Daniel versus Bobby. But before stepping onto the mat, Kreese orders Bobby to take Daniel out, even though Bobby's like, dude, I can beat him. And he's like, I don't want to beat. I want him out. And then, of course, Bobby, Bobby reluctantly obliges with an illegal uh, kick to the knee that gets him disqualified. And he's immediately just like, dude, I'm so sorry, Daniel. And Daniel's like, get out of my face, bro. You just blew my knee out. And now I'm never going to do karate again. The way he apologized uh, was very dramatic. It looked I'm like sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it seemed like I know that I've broken your leg. And like, yes, this is the end of your career. I didn't want yeah. to. I had to. Yeah. But but it's I mean, it, but it, it also sort of. We saw sort of that in the beginning of the movie, him being like, he's had enough, Johnny, like, let him go, you know, like, yeah, yeah. that character you know, sort of, uh, that, that more sympathetic. Yeah. 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 I also yeah. think it hints a little bit at the, like, uh, that uh, acknowledged respect that he's gaining from them. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. And, and it also hints to the fact that these are teenagers, right? These are kids. And I, I always read that scene a little bit as like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to hurt this person. And when he does, he feels super bad about it, knowing he did something completely wrong. Um, another great life lesson from John Kreese. Like, if you can't win, break their legs. Break their legs, yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the locked room, a doctor, um, and we all know he's a doctor, guys. Why? Because he's wearing a doctor's coat <laughs> for no reason. Did he not he have his doctor's coat too? at the tournament? He had everything, man. Yeah. He was like the full doctor's outfit. He dressed so much like a doctor that I would actually not believe he was a doctor. He, I, mean, like, I don't think you're a doctor. It's too much doctor stuff on you. No doctor. Nah, you you got to have a doctor in one of these tournaments. Someone gets a broken nose. They or, have paramedics. Oh, yeah. They usually have but paramedics. But I'm pretty sure they would just wear scrubs. Ambulance. Did oh, yeah, they have the, scrubs in the 80s? But in the, yeah, they had scrubs in the 80s. Okay. Usually at tournaments, usually at tournaments, they have like a couple, like an ambulance standing by with a paramedic. But I, I feel like that's a more modern thing. That's when like yeah, people probably. like started watching these movies and like actually started killing, trying to kill each other. Probably. Yeah. Um, well, you know anyway. all the refs all the refs in um in the tournament are all like legendary karate people oh are they uh, yeah uh, i i didn't know i was doing uh -huh. like the research on the movie or whatever and like the the, oh, the, cool. the the black dude all and if you guys notice every single person that is either an announcer or a ref has some version of a receding hairline yeah, the black guys is like kind of far back yeah. the main announcer has the greatest comb over in movie history yeah but he also uh, one of them has an amazing beard with the comb over as well yes yeah the guy Man, that, like that white guy's like, that white guy's comb over was fucking legendary dude. legendary was yeah um uh, back in the locker room of course the doctor kind of is like okay well we'll go tell him and, and like you're never gonna fight again yeah, yeah. your knees. What do I know? I'm just a doctor. <laughs> um, and Daniel's very disheartened. His mom and Ali leave him, of course, with his coach and Sensei and Mr. Miyagi. And he's like, Guys. he's like, you put in the fight. It's great. And Daniel's like, they won't see it that way. I want to finish. I don't care if I lose, but I wanted to finish because these guys aren't going to let up until unless I walk back out there. And he's like, well, you're hurt. And Daniel's like, I don't care. I want to fight. And Mr. Miyagi, there's a moment where he just goes, he's like, you have to understand. And Mr. Miyagi goes. And then he goes, can you fix me? And Tim, what does he do? Boom. Let's and the music just go, hits. dude. And then we get, I mean, again, another beautifully shot scene where they're just midway through handing Johnny his trophy. And Allie, no association with this whatsoever, yeah. runs out onto the mat with her shoes on and whispers into the announcer's ears. And you just hear him like this. Daniel Russo's going to fight. 
<laughs> Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight in the crowd. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Insane. Nick, there are 34,000 people there. The whole that, arena oh, is just God, on is their the Super feet. Bowl, man. Yeah, it is insanity, God. dude. It's awesome. Okay. But actually, what a lot of people don't know is that this fight is the semifinal match, and he was supposed to fight Freddie Fernandez for the finals. And we just everybody knew that. Freddie was yeah. the, the reigning champ from last year, yeah. so we didn't have to go through the bracket. He just got you yeah. shot champion. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing they cut out was that it was a longer scene, and the announcer was like, Daniel LaRusso, the guy that really wasn't registered, but we got his whole graphics package and his name three weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. is gonna fight. And it wasn't a PNG, it was a JPEG, but we made it work. <laughs> we made it work anyway. And also, his mom just kind of showed up. She didn't arrive with him on the tournament. We think she was looking for parking. She wasn't in the first few scenes, and then all of a sudden, it's in the scenes. She, oh, also, she also doesn't feel. She also doesn't register like she cares about any of the stuff, or that her son. She has no idea. Her son learned karate from an old Asian man. She has no idea. <laughs> oh man, what a great, what fun we're having here on this podcast. Uh, of course, Daniel comes out with Miss Miyagi helping him out as he's limping over to the mat. Um, and, uh, uh, let's see, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, hops out. Okay. Um, and it's the match is on, uh, the, the Raphael's fight. Daniel squares off against Johnny. They go. And despite his injury, Daniel actually scores the first point here, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah. Of course, Johnny not to be undone fires back with a clear shot to the kidneys, but apparently the ref doesn't call that. Uh, so Daniel catches him with, with a scissor sweep. And I would assume Kevin, you can rule on this. A very illegal hit to the back of the head, uh, which makes Johnny's nosebleed for some reason. I, Not I quite felt, a bit. I, he lands on the face. He lands uh, on, yeah, the on his face. face I feel like they, the, the rules were really, really simple, weren't they? Where it's like you can hit the face. Uh, a, above the, the waist is a point, and like the below the face waist, no points. points. Yeah, yeah. Like where it, I don't. But Johnny I feel like everything was allowed. Point. I think that was Johnny literally gets a. I never yeah, yeah. Didn't she say he hit hit the kidneys? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. You're absolutely right. But he hits him, and the I ref know. is like looking at him, and then yeah. the fight keeps going. He doesn't no, I'm call saying a point that for Johnny. It, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah Nick. Saying. There, there, are, there, are, there are several moments like yeah. that where it, the like there is a body shot that happens, but and I and in my mind go, oh fuck, Johnny got the point, and they just keep fighting. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, like, I guess maybe not. Rules are different. Yeah. I, um, but here's the thing is I like I didn't wrestle in high school. I didn't play karate. Uh I didn't go to the karate shop. Play karate. karate. I didn't go karate. shopping at the karate shop. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I never understand. Like when I'm watching the Olympics and I'm watching like judo or whatever, and they're like, oh point, he won one nothing. I don't understand how you score points in any of these sports where it's like, hey, if you get him in the chest, it's a point. If you hit him in the face, which then Daniel LaRusso does, it's not a point, but yet he still wins on the crane kick. It depends on it depends on the tournament, honestly. Like a lot of point yeah. karate is based on just touch. Like if you make contact, you get the point. This one they just laid out the rules, like one point for torso, two points for head. I think of what it was. No points for legs, which ever. It doesn't matter because <laughs> uh, as Johnny is as, as the ref calls time, Johnny walks over to Crease, his sensei, uh, to check his bloody nose. And as he's checking it, he tells him to take. He says, "Sweep the leg." And Johnny's like, "Sensei, it's I can." So beat scary, him. dude. It's scary as shit. And sweep the leg what, what is, is that? probably. Like, it does means, he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he says sweep the leg. No, but sweep no, no, leg. I'm saying, does he sweep the leg? Because I feel no, like, Johnny yeah, he doesn't, does right? Okay. Leg kick right to his yeah. knee, which again would have demolished whatever was left of his meniscus and ACL would have been gone after that kick. Destroyed. Yeah. Um, of course, Johnny does what he's told, uh, despite not wanting to do it. He shows a little reluctance here as well, but he gets up and as, as they fight one more time, he kicks Daniel right. It just lands all full weight on his knee. Um, 
Uh, I'm sorry, he kicks him in the knee and then the face first. Then they trade blows for a little bit, and Johnny scores again, tying it up. Instead of winning fair and square, though, I apologize. Uh, he did kick him in the knee prior to this, but they didn't show that. This is where he catches Daniel's leg and then drops a freaking 12-6 elbow straight down on it. At which point, if I were the ref, I'd be like, you clearly meant to you're do that. For you are disqualified. <laughs> he said that was an illegal move. He said yes, another move like that, you're out. Right? And then some guy in the like uh, stand is just like, finish him! Kill so, him! Shout out to that fucking guy. I think I'm mixing it because I think Johnny wasn't the one that dropped kicked the leg. I think Bobby was the one that dropped kicked the leg first, and, and, mm. and that was the illegal move. This one is Abby. He does he does the ten and two or the twelve yeah. and six elbow, and then we get we have sweep the leg, which is a great line. We can put it up on the on on the list, Andy. If you put can. on the list, secret delights. One of the other horrible lines is when uh, when they were f- talking in the the soccer field, and Bobby's like, "What is it? Take a worm for a walk day?" I was like, "Cut that line out. We don't need that line." But the best line in this whole movie is said off screen. And I think it's screened by Bobby or Dutch. It's probably Dutch. He screams as they're about to square off in this last bout. Yep. Put him in a body bag. So yes. good. All right. So yeah. good. Yeah. Body bag. Put him in a body bag. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, of course, Johnny does that blow. The ref warms him one more time. He's like, if you do that one more time, you're disqualified. <laughs> Wait, the, the and then idea. we see a look in Daniel's face as he looks over at Mr. Miyagi. And part of him wants to quit. As he locks eyes with Miss Miyagi's stone cold gaze, you still. But Miss Miyagi says to him, non-verbally, of course, just in the gaze, you still have one move left in your arsenal, Daniel son. And if done right, no can defense. Of course, Daniel gets to his feet, so hopping at this point, just horribly in pain, and assumes the position, hands in air, and as Johnny moves in with the confidence of a tiger. Little does he know, of course, he's no match for the crane. With a final snap of Daniel's right foot, it lands perfectly on Johnny's face. The match is over. Daniel's son is victorious. Johnny, of course, 180 at this point, is like, you beat me fair and square, man. I am your best friend now. Takes the trophy out of the announcer's hand and hands it to Daniel's son. He's like, you're all right, LaRusso. And what is Daniel's response? You ever been kicked in the face like that, man? Like, that'll change your perspective on shit. (laughs) Pretty quick. (laughs) He crane kicked him the next Tuesday. (laughs) They go like this. They go, they go, he goes, hey, man, you're all right, LaRusso. And Danielson goes, yeah, thanks. (laughs) That's the last line of the movie. Actually, it's not the last line of the movie. He looks over at Mr. Miyagi, who's not hype at all. Mr. Miyagi's like just chilling on the sideline, not jumping, not screaming at anything. And he screams over to his sensei, we did it. And Mr. Miyagi just goes like this. Yep. God, oh, that's, it, that nod is very it. good. That's a good nod. I, I, Fuck, it's good. I was expect like, hey, you know what, Larusso, you're you're good, man. You're you're a nice guy, Larusso, and Larusso to be like, I'm sending you the hospital bills for all the torn meniscus yeah. and ACL <laughs> and everything. Any, any idea how much fucking physical therapy I have to have <laughs> after the surgery on this? Yeah, this, the rehab, uh, you know, session will take at least two, three years for me to be like back to normal. Okay, you literally destroyed my leg. It's there's <laughs> nothing left of it. <laughs> oh, but thanks, man. No, good, great man. The tendons are need, all torn. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna need one of those hyper uh, robotic leg braces like they had in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, just to go to school. You know, seven in- syllables in the middle. You'll need five <laughs> for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Mike Hired did. Mr. Miyagi, teach Daniel on the crane kick. Done right. No can block. That's wrong. Oh, because he ran out yeah, of yeah, yeah. He ran out of uh, syllables. Yeah. 
I'll give him credit for it. I like the poetic license. Uh, Ign- Ignacio Rojas says, man, what a soundtrack. Wait, the movie's over? That was a fast end. Yeah. yeah. And Blackjack says, 80s soundtrack, sick. Start with Wax On, Wax Off Trick. Use Fabled Crane Kick. Hell Ooh. yeah. That's Blackjack, great. good job. Blackjack bringing the heat. After, Tim, after you verbally berated him. <laughs> verbally crane kicked him, yeah. yeah. He's, he's back with the gold. Thank Blackjack you. Thank you, Blackjack. And uh, Andy, can you hit, up, hit us off a little ragu bagu? Jenna, 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 jenna. Ragu. Jenna, 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 jenna. Bagu. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys for Karate Kid in Review. I'll be your host, I guess, because I just started talking and Andy hasn't stopped me yet. Uh, I'm Nick Scarpino <laughs> alongside Josh Makuga, Andy Nitro Rifle Cortez, Kevin the Big Dog Coelho, and Johnny Lawrence himself, Mr. Tim Blue Eyes Gettys. Where do we want to put Johnny Lawrence on the list? I guess he has to go number yeah, one, right? De facto, yeah, he's sure number one for the list. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> But to talk about it though, was he a good bad guy? Such oh, a good he was bad guy. fucking awesome. You know what? Like he he's just a prick. A prick. Listen, it's, it if you look at what a high school villain should look like, and you walk into any high school in America today, and that kid walks in, you're like, that kid gets chicks, and he's a sweet ass bully. Okay, he's clearly yeah. a villain. I want to be his friend. Like those four things happen, right? right? So. Johnny Lawrence, as far as casting goes and as far as acting goes, is hands down one of the greatest bad guys of all time. You add that in, that he's the protege of murderous sociopath John Kreese. You're Sensei right. We, we do have to add Kreese into this. I would say it's right? Johnny Lawrence and Kreese. Oh, right, I mean, they're Johnny both absolute evil assholes. Like John Kreese, the fact that he... There's something wrong in, with In Kreese. front of a bunch of students, like he's obviously a terrible, terrible um, you know, influence on these kids. Awful. And Pat Morita says that, and Pat Morita's like, there's no bad students, just bad teachers or whatever, and it's totally true. And they have that back and forth in the dojo of him saying, all right, but if you don't show up to the tournament, it's open season, and he's first and you're next. It's like, dude, what? oh, my, what are you talking about? This is a crazy-ass threat. They go, I mean, these are some of the best villains in movie history, and I feel like they sort of start, that they, they kind of like are the, the – the protege, not no, I don't know what the word I'm looking at is, but every movie from the here prototype. kind of follows that. Like the prototypical. Yeah, they, uh, they sort yeah. of follow that mold. And immediately, Tim, I'm thinking uh, when I think of um, Johnny, I think of Val from um, Brink. Brink, yeah. You're so Brink. fucking right, man. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Great call. You wow. you also get like, hey Johnny, how was uh, how was karate class today? Well, mom, I learned to punch a dude's neck through the back of his head. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right now, Ragu Bagu, number one, of course, we have Johnny Lawrence and Crease. Uh, and for ranking it, of course, number one is the karate kid. We will return next week with the karate kid part two. That is a very exciting thing. Let me actually pull up the calendar right now to clarify a couple things. Because when Tim, like, real quick, as a as a aside to this, is when Tim first sent me the schedule, he's like, "So we're gonna do it on Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day." You cool with that? I'm like, "Yeah, uh, okay." Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what the fuck happened. I like wrote it all out and I had everything, and it was a, a beautiful looking email, but all the info was wrong. I was like, "Tuesday the ninth, whatever," and you're like, "The ninth is a is a Friday." And I'm like, "What? How the fuck did I mess?" that up but so everyone knows now so we can get on the same page here as a as a group of us and the audience the in review schedule for the foreseeable future here next monday and thursday 
we'll be doing Karate Kid 2 and then 3. Mm. Okay? That's next. The Monday the 7th, Thursday the 10th. Then Monday the 14th, we're doing the next Karate Kid. Wednesday the 16th, we're doing Tenet to close out the year. Take the two weeks off. When we come back, we'll be doing Wonder Woman 1984 on Tuesday the 5th. That Friday, we'll, we're going to do Cobra Kai Seasons 1 and 2 together. So we Whoa. all, we, you guys and the audience, we have the whole break to watch the two seasons of Cobra Kai. All right? And then that Monday, right after that, Cobra Kai Season 3, baby, closing it all out big. Thank you for joining us today. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed this as much as I do, and I am extremely happy we are doing this. Until next time. Video off, notification on. I don't know. Wax on, wax on. That worked. That worked. I'm cutting it.